0: (laughs) Oh no, it is a mischievous and scary laugh. (laughs) And also Zachary.
1: Hello, how are you?
0: Good, this is Rose Tinted Reels, now part of our spooktacular
1: scary
0: season.
1: Yeah, so we've got, uh, you know, chocolate uh, mousse and corn on the cob pumpkins and... You know, all sorts of things over here.
0: Oh, yes, we have scary M&Ms because they're cookies and scream.
1: So are we going to be sampling these on the recording and risking the wrath of Mikey the Censor? Well. Whom we haven't heard from in quite a while.
0: I think we've learned our lesson from all of, you know... The eating sounds that we tortured upon people.
1: I thought so. But then here we have a bunch of snacks
2: before us.
0: Those can also be between scenes and after and, you know. But I couldn't possibly stop you from enjoying the pumpkin that you so disgusted yourself with at the sight of.
1: Well, I didn't know they were pumpkins. I thought they were corn on the cob treats.
0: No, they're candy pumpkins, which I think are the superior.
1: I Well, I mean, they're pumpkins, of course.
0: Yes. So... um. Before we get too far along, um, today I know you were expecting Karate Kid Part 2, but instead we are jumping the gun a little bit and getting into our spooky season and starting with The Craft.
1: The Creeping Craft.
0: So Zach, did you know that you are trending right now on TikTok? Of course I am. Well, rather that song that you used to like to sing that was also spooky with the Daddy Daddy Hurry song. Is that trending on TikTok? It's trending on TikTok.
1: Daddy, 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 hurry. I've seen something scary.
0: So which is... So weird. Just, it's such a weird song. And, and the
1: way they... It's the way they draw out the lines. It's scary.
2: It's just Ugh.
0: working perfectly for creepy talk, which sometimes yeah. I fall into. So TikTok, I don't know if you know this, the algorithm will kind of put you in places it thinks you want to be. Um, so... There's witch talk there for people who are a little witchy. That's
1: actually not the way that the algorithms work. The algorithms work uh, in whatever way will maximize your time spent in the app, whether it's a place you want to be or don't want to be, whatever keeps you there. And that it actually does go the other way. The algorithm, that's why outrage media is such a big thing right now because people will stick around in places they hate oh, much, much longer than the places that they like. Huh. Yeah.
0: Fascinating. Yes, there you go. So, uh, witch talk, spooky talk, those are all the places that I'm finding myself in. And oddly enough, the berries and cream lad talk.
1: The what? The berries and cream lad talk?
0: Yeah. So, uh, or talk. Berries and oh, lad. Talk. Cream
1: as talk. in TikTok. Yes. Right. I'm hip. I understand these things. Yeah. What the hell is she talking
0: about, guys? <laughs> so, um, there was that 1990s um, Starburst commercial for berries and cream. And there's a little lad who likes berries and cream. I'm pretty sure I've referenced it before on this show, before it was trending on TikTok. Maybe we're just ahead of trends.
1: You're a trendsetter, apparently. I don't remember you saying that, so I'm pretty sure you're hallucinating, but continue.
0: So basically, it was just this creepy kid dressed up like in Victorian garments going, berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad that likes berries and cream. And now it's popular and people are doing these dances and remixes and it's just all the rage. And I don't know why. It didn't need to be when I it don't existed know why. and now it's back again.
1: Look, we've done this before when sea shanties were all the rage and I was very curious about them. We played some on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Would you play the the Berries and Cream theme song for me?
0: Yeah, let me let me pull Please it up take
1: there. take over the the iPad. It's all yours. You're in the driver's seat now. Surely you know how to use this.
0: Are you just doing this to mock me?
1: Somewhat. <laughs> <laughs> and to see your progress cuz surely you've gotten better at this. You know how to use an iPad. You don't have an iPhone. Oh, call me Shirley. All right, Bethany. Oh, God.
2: You tried these berries and cream starburst? Pardon me. What kind of starburst did you just say? Uh, berries,
0: um, berries and. Berries. Berries and what else?
2: And cream? Berries and cream? Oh, hurrah! Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream. Berries and cream, berries and cream. I'm a little lad who loves berries and cream.
1: If I may say, he's got a very, (laughs) he did a high kick on him. All right. So if I may say, he looks very uh, Clockwork Orange. A little bit. I I, could see him in a gang. I felt like he was about to indulge in a little bit of the old ultra violence.
0: Possibly to steal the candies.
1: That's right. He needed
0: those berries and cream and he just wanted them.
1: Speaking of, we're talking about uh, Clockwork Orange right now. We have seen that movie a while ago now, <laughs> and it won't be out to the public for another year and a quarter.
0: You know what's funny is before we started recording this episode, I had to look back and like, what are the people expecting? I, you, you
1: named uh, uh, Karate Kid, and I was like, oh, she must have done her research because it's yeah. been a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I did. I it was like, okay, so we just... Uh, we released it, part
1: two of Amadeus.
0: In the world. Yes. We recorded that. Back on my birthday, May yeah. in May. <laughs> <laughs> May. <laughs> so that just talks a little bit about how a life, uh, adult lives get in the way
1: of them. Yes, unfortunately things, so. You know. Speaking of, can I have one of these pumpkins? Now they're just sitting there mocking me. I, I really would like to have a pumpkin. All
0: eat right. a pumpkin and then we can determine if you actually like them.
1: If I like them better than the corn on the cob treats?
0: Yep, Exactly.
1: What are they called? Candy, candy corns. Corn. There yeah. you go.
0: The, the easiest thing to remember. <laughs> they're
1: candy and they're corn.
0: It's true. They're, they are both of those things. In fact, let's.
1: I have to say, they smell like like candy corn, <laughs> and that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> if only they had a different so smell.
0: I will say that of of the different candy fall treats, these are my. I, I rate these above candy corns. He's thinking. He's scratching his nose. There he, was no pick. He's look. I said scratching. There was no pick. Okay. You're outing yourself at someone who's picking because all I said was scratching.
1: <laughs> it's a reference to Seinfeld. Oh,
0: okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> there was a whole episode about a woman seeing him do this.
0: Oh, fake picking. No, no, he, no was like he was like scratching, scratching
1: the again. other side of his nose and she was on the other side. So she, she thought.
0: Disgusted. And so he
1: was like chasing after. There was no
0: pick. There was no pick. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> So, yes. It was all right. It was uh,
1: better,
0: better than, than a corn.
1: Better than a corn. <laughs> better than a corn. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you better believe it.
0: Um, so, um, coming up. Uh, that's and
1: a super offensive Irish accent, by the way. Oh, that's uh, like the ho 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 kind of thing. No. You know, that they, they would be very offended by that, the Iries.
0: Well, our friends in Ireland, Rosario, didn't mean to offend anybody.
1: Rosario Dawson would be offended also. It sounded like you said Rosario. That's why I said that. So today we're going to be, I don't think we said, did we say? We're doing the craft.
0: Yes. Yes, I said that. I made sure to put it at the top of the order so we didn't.
1: Did you say your name?
0: Oh, I'm Allison. I think I said your name. (laughs)
1: Yeah, you said my name and I said nothing. I did not reciprocate. I don't remember what was wrong with me at the time. Maybe I was doing a spooky voice.
0: You were dead at the time.
1: I was dead at the time. I was on the
0: moon. With Steve.
1: (laughs) Uh, Steve. He's still there, you know. He never made it back.
0: On the moon? Yeah, he's probably dead at this point. That's really sad. At this time. So what news do you have?
2: News, news, news.
1: Well, uh, so since I told everybody this in an episode that won't come out for another five years, I'm going to restate that uh, I'm starting a new podcast uh, that we, I think, have an official name for now. Allison is shrinking in disappointment and sadness and betrayal, perhaps.
0: Well, I think uh, part of it is I come in and my microphone had been adjusted. <laughs> my settings had been it's adjusted. It's like you've been cheated on. It, a little bit. It's like I came in and just knew something was a wrong. I'm the puppy that knows you were playing with another puppy while visiting a friend's house.
1: Uh, well, yeah, sorry. You're not. Well, sorry. <laughs> I would like a chocolate, though. Go oh, help my, yourself. Look at the, oh, my goodness. What shape is this in? Uh, a boo ghost. Oh, it's white chocolate.
0: <laughs> There's regular ones.
1: <sighs> it, been...
0: It's been fraternizing. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, yeah, it's been fraternizing. <laughs> I, I don't want anything that's even touched that wrapper. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, uh, yes, I'm starting a new podcast uh, that I think we're going to be calling Council of Three. Colon, oh, this is a regular chocolate, thank you. Uh, I'll let it sit here for a little bit and so it can decontaminate. Colon, pod wings cast words. And that is a reference to a line in the Song of Ice and Fire books, which were the inspiration for the Game of Thrones show. The podcast is going to be a improv comedy read-along that follows us uh, and my two brothers reading each chapter of Game of Thrones. So after we read the chapter, we're going to come on and do improv characters. Uh, talking about the events of the world, as if we're in the world. So it's going to be a good time. So we're going to be basically talking as scholars, talking about the events of the world. And then at one point in the middle of the episode, one of us is going to go away for some reason and come back as a character that was a witness to the events of the chapter. It's going to be a lot of comedy. It's going to be a lot of improv, silliness, and a lot of love for Game of Thrones slash Song of Ice and Fire.
0: You know, I have an idea. Do tell. So, you know how um, occasionally you'll chime in with a Zack Buzzer item for, for me to watch? Zack Buzzer. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So, what if we did a, a little crossover where I watched some of Game of Thrones and then we could talk about an episode or two of Game of Thrones and then invite your brother, uh, who you're doing the podcast with, and just do a little crossover. Of Both it. brothers. Both brothers, excuse me. Uh,
1: we could do that, although it would... We don't have to. To be satisfying, it, I, it, you, we need to do so many more episodes than just one or two occasionally.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I think we should do it by season if we do that.
0: <laughs> so many notes and timestamps.
1: Yeah. And so we, we might, yeah, we might say, you know, only one timestamp per episode.
0: Okay. Well, you the listener, you tell us, is that something you'd be interested in? Ah, the
1: listeners are morons. Well, let's just do it. Okay. They, they don't know what they need. We know what they need.
0: I think you're a bunch of clever, smart individuals because you wouldn't be listening to us unless you were clever and smart.
1: Oh, see, she's got such an ego on her, this one. She's saying that we're so intelligent that only the most intelligent people would be listening to us.
0: So my ego is coming from a flattering place.
1: For your uh, us and, and the audience.
0: Yeah. Yours is just demeaning to everybody.
1: (laughs) Including us. (laughs) I'm saying that we're stupid and only stupid people would listen to us.
0: You can't just call people stupider. You can't just
1: announce how they feel.
0: That makes me feel angry. (laughs) So, well, I'm excited for you. I'm excited to...
1: We would love to have you on the show. We've already talked about it.
0: I I need to work on my spontaneity. I remember you coaching me about... Not trying to be spontaneous tomorrow, but being spontaneous in the moment.
1: Right. Well, without so rehearsal. Th- this is an improv podcast that we're going to be doing, so you will have to be. You'll have to have a character.
0: Okay.
1: And uh, so this character will either have to be like a witness to something in the thing, or you'll be like a a guest uh, in our council. So the the mm-hmm. thing our podcast is called the Council of Three. Mm-hmm. So we've been captured and set aside so that we can uh, look into this crystal ball at the events of the world and summarize them for higher beings.
0: Huh, kind of like the fates.
1: Yes. So you can come on as perhaps a guest uh, fate or council member.
0: Hmm. To give testament to an event. Interesting. But I like it.
1: you would have to read the books. I, well, I, not all the books, but like whatever chapter we're on.
0: Yeah. At it, least. That will require advance notice. And then uh, probably some sort of list of who.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Any kind of list of who is going to blow your mind. <laughs> yeah. I'll write a couple names on your hand. That'll be all right. Cheechy. <laughs> yeah.
0: And, uh, just say oh a few no, words. It's a little, it's a little melted. Um, Gimli.
1: <laughs> <And>
0: <laughs> Gimli, yes, of course.
1: Treebeard was somewhere around there, I'm sure of it.
0: <laughs> Why couldn't you have just done Lord of the Rings?
1: Well, <laughs> I thought about it. I've actually been getting a lot into the lore of uh, Lord of the Rings, including the, the newest book, uh, The Nature of Middle Earth,
0: mm.
1: which has a lot of tidbits, including, I, maybe I brought this up on the last podcast, but elf sex.
0: Oh, yeah, you, you did, because... <laughs> It divulged into an interesting nerd, pervert nerd conversation, if I recall.
1: Oh, I don't remember. Was that on, did I just break your brain by moving my finger in a circle?
0: Well, do you remember how my eyes do that weird shaky <laughs> oh, I remember, thing? Yes, yeah, it just triggered it, and I know it freaks you out, so I was trying oh, to. Oh, <laughs>
1: you were saving me. Yeah. Well, thank you. <laughs> I thought that I, like, hurt you in some way.
0: No, I was just trying to. I was like, no, no spooky. Or lots of spooky. Don't do it. <laughs> And no, it happened during Unforgiven, which is also another. So there's...
1: Yeah, we've done many.
0: Yeah. So the the next episode outside of the spooky season that you'll get is Karate Kid 2, mm-hmm. followed by Big Trouble in Little China, followed oh, yeah. by <laughs> Clockwork Orange, followed by Unforgiven. And I will say that we have some really great guest stars coming up um, outside of our spooky season. Uh, including my husband for Big Trouble in Little China, and I have to be very careful not just to say Big Trouble because that's Tim a Allen, different movie.
1: That's a better movie. Tip ten out of ten, maybe eleven.
0: Whew. Perfect. Like I feel like Mark and Tim <laughs> Allen are fighting each other on the tree to get up to the window to crash through <laughs> and smack you.
1: <laughs> I've reinforced the windows; they can't get in. So if we hear a thud, that's probably what it was.
0: Yeah, it could be a pigeon, it could be my husband, it could be t- um, oh Tim oh, Allen, Jesus.
1: Tim. Oh wait, no, that's Mark. Uh Uh-oh. Mark, get out of here. (laughs) This isn't your episode. Little scamp. (laughs) Little scamp, run back home.
0: (laughs) Wade needs you. (laughs) Um, In Clockwork Orange, we have Mad of Matter of Facts, and I have to say that the Clockwork Orange episode just... We get into some real meat and potatoes. It's
1: very true. There's a lot of meat, a lot of meat. And speaking of, we learn about his big bottom at the beginning of that episode.
0: So I think that brings us down to our comments section of RTR stuff. And so right now we're having a lot of fun talking about uh, favorite horror and spooky season music. Uh,
1: Yes. And I voted for my favorite spooky song being Jack's Lament.
0: (laughs) Which is actually, it's beautiful and spooky.
1: I love that song. I I can sing it all day long and often do.
0: Ooh. So if you had like a Thunderdome match between that and the Oogie Boogie song. Jack's Lament. Oh, okay. I didn't think it would be so easy for you cuz I know how you love some Oogie Boogie.
1: I love the Oogie Boogie, but yeah, my favorite song in that whole thing. Actually, ranking the top 3. Jack's Lament, Town Meeting, Town Hall Meeting maybe it is, and then maybe Oogie Boogie. And then what's this? And then uh, the theme song. This is Halloween. this is Halloween, and then maybe Sally doing her little thing. <sighs> Sally.
0: Sally's lament.
1: Is, is it that? Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. There you go. I don't know. It's that's an R K song.
0: I do like the Fiona Apple cover of it. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Jack's lament is very good though. I do like that one. So I think yeah. this is Halloween. Um, Kidnap the Sandy Claus. Uh, what's this?
1: Uh, what's this? Is your number three?
0: Mm-hmm. And then uh, Jack's lament. Just because it's a little more morose, and usually when I'm listening to Halloween songs, I'm kind of doing it in a pickup kind of way, like trying to get me in the...
1: Well, see, when I was in middle school and high school, I was living the hot topic life, mm-hmm. and uh, I watched a lot of Nightmare You joined Before the Christmas. Black Parade. I just, that sort of sound really struck a chord in me, Yeah, that very gothic feel.
0: I will say that we have one exciting new follower, uh, or I should say two exciting new followers, my friends over at the Dark and Devious podcast, a true crime and spooky things podcast. And um, while they live in the Midwest, it would be interesting to maybe do a collab with them one day.
1: But that's exciting. So are
0: you ready to get into Act 2?
1: Inside the real, yes. Uh, so let's do the synopsis. Watch the uh, correct synopsis?
0: A newcomer to a Catholic prep high school falls in with a trio of outcast teenage girls who practice witchcraft, and they all soon conjure up various spells and curses against those who anger them. My uh, bad scenario is, uh, in the words of My Chemical man, teenagers scare the living hell out of me.
1: Oh, uh, that's also in the words of uh, Steve Merchant. Oh, really? <laughs> He hates teenagers. They scare him.
0: Stephen Merchant, because I know you listened, um, mm-hmm. they they also scare me. There's a reason why I decided not to become a teacher. It's because I cannot be amongst preteens or teenagers because I notice it just brings me right back to that insecure place.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They're all horrible people.
0: They really are. They're the worst.
1: Yeah. They should be put in prison, I think, until they're like 20.
0: Or like a, an island.
1: Yeah. Put all teenagers on an island.
0: Yeah. And we'll come back and get them once they got all those, you know, pesky hormones out of the way.
1: Or can we inject them with something that just calms them the hell down? A
0: sedate <laughs> teenagers.
1: I think that's my policy. I'm going to run for a government platform or on the platform of we have to sedate teenagers. Teen sedation? Yeah.
0: Oh, that sounds like a terrible idea in many ways. That sounds
1: like a rock song.
0: It, it kind of it sounds like something that uh, Nirvana would have released. I'm just a,
1: a government teenage sedator. Awful. Awful. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. All right. So my bad synopsis is Star Wars meets Hocus Pocus meets Carrie.
0: I like it. I don't think that's bad. I think that's apt.
1: Well, there you
0: go. Are you ready to get into some trivs?
1: Yeah, let's get some trivs over here.
0: That is a powerful small trivia section.
1: Don't look at my quiz.
0: I got a lot. So do you want to go first? Why on earth would
1: I do that? You've got more than I do. You go first. But don't take any of the good ones.
0: <laughs> Challenge on, I guess. <laughs>
1: do your uh, most boring stuff first, please.
0: Okay. Uh Robert Tinney um had just come off of filming Empire Records, so she actually had to do her role of Sarah in a wig. A wig.
1: I agged you, I'm sorry. Mm, no,
0: and no, that was a full agatha <laughs> because that was with intention. Was it was
1: <laughs> And it, the point is I didn't write that one down, but I remembered it and I just wanted to get an, another little one in. So sorry. You should be. All right. Wait. Do, what do we do for an Agatha? I don't remember. Do we just smack him or play some theme song or?
0: Well, I think there was. There's got to be
1: a punishment for being an Agatha.
0: Rude, rude, rude. rude. No,
1: nah, that's that's rude, rude. not good enough. That's that's just for standard rudeness.
0: We'll have to to get a new soundboard item for, yeah. for
1: rude. Yeah, for rude and for being an Agatha. Oh wait, no. Isn't it this one? Like, you have aggied me for
0: the last time. <laughs> I don't think it's come up in a while, so that's what we'll do. Yeah, I think and, that's good, yeah. And I think that may We're about to go Super Saiyan. I know.
1: All right, so I, I just did that to me. Mm-hmm. I've been the Agatha, and I'm sorry.
0: To yourself? No, I'm sorry to everybody. <laughs>
1: okay. I apologize to all involved parties. Uh, Sarah was uh, Sarah was in the pilot episode of House. Go on.
0: Okay, um, most of rats, bugs, and snakes in this film are real. The animal wrangler for this film, um, Boon Nar, which is the name. It sounds I don't like mean someone Look, wrangler, wrangler.
1: Look, I've, this is like the second episode, I think, maybe more, where I've laughed at people's names. The other one was in Amadeus, <laughs> <laughs> where, where it was Didymus Bipsquapton. Bip uh, von Dittersdorf. Ditters von Dittersdorf. 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 It's ridiculous.
0: <laughs> it's a silly name. It is.
1: Um, so is Bondoof or whatever that guy's name is. Boon Nar? Sure. Boone. Boone. Nar. Well, also Skeeter. Skeet. Skater. Skeet. Skeet. Oldrich or whatever his name oh, is.
0: The love of Kai's life.
1: Call me Skeet. Hi <laughs> hey guys, I'm Skeet. I look anyone out there who's both Southern and or named Skeet, I'm sorry.
0: Or if you are Skeet Hole watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't mean to offend any of you. It's just hilarious.
0: Um, so Boone said that um, they have the largest quantity of reptiles um, that he has seen on screen in years when they filmed this. Um, More or
1: less than Raiders of the Lost Ark.
0: He did not comment specifically on that. Um, But they actually had to digitally enhance the movement of the snakes because on set it was so cold that they actually started falling asleep. But they also wanted to keep the snakes docile because some of those were fighting breeds.
1: Yeah, it's cold-blooded. Yeah, I believe they had a problem with the snakes fighting on Raiders of the Lost Ark, if I remember correctly.
0: That is accurate.
1: And also, was it the director of photography that had to sub in for somebody? I think for the lady. Miriam. The first one going, Andy! Miriam. Yeah. Uh, She wouldn't be in there with the snake, so I think the director of photography had to throw a dress on, and I believe he got... Uh, bitten
0: oh so she was right to be afraid (laughs)
1: sure (laughs) well I mean he survived I think
0: but he had a story afterwards (laughs) I
1: mean to be fair the second movie was to be fair (laughs) I believe the second movie I mean I know the second movie was terrible maybe that's because he died or he was in the hospital for a time
0: man you just spread a rumor like this is how those false stories like spread like they're uh, one of the munchkins hung themselves in the Wizard of Oz. Like, this is how those rumors start. Did you hear that a guy got bit by a snake on Indy Jones and, and died? And, and that's
1: the reason the second one was terrible?
0: Yeah, it had nothing to do with the, <laughs> the girlfriend of the director. At
1: the time. Maybe if they had shot her better.
0: Were at all? I mean, she really could have been shot, and that would have been fine.
1: Hey, <laughs> I like this idea. Let's kill her.
3: So in the movie,
1: in, oh, that too. So <clears throat> Andrew Fleming states in the DVD commentary that a PG thirteen rating was intended for this movie, and they followed all the guidelines to earn that rating, which is interesting because they don't publish guidelines. So this person's lying. He only gave one lying. fuck. He only gave one fuck. That is true. There was only one fuck in this movie. <laughs> um, but. It's interesting because it said that, but the MPAA famously doesn't give the guidelines to achieve certain ratings. So I don't know how they were doing that. I guess you can talk to people there because the, apparently when they say like you've got an R rating and so you're and you ask them, all right, what do I have to do to get a PG-13 rating? They apparently won't tell you. Hmm. They'll just say, do another edit and send it back to us and we'll tell you if it's good enough. Interesting. So I don't know how he's doing that, but apparently also they give preferential treatment to big studios. So you know, there's a whole thing. Um, anyway, so they got a, a, an R rating in the end because it was a bunch of teenage girls using witchcraft, and that's against God. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> uh, I just was imagining the history of evolution as told by <laughs> the, that video on Family Guy.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. hang on, hang on. Hang on. <laughs> the Jesus <Jesusaurus> Rex. <laughs> and, he, and it started with the big god. mountain. <laughs> the big god. <laughs> and Mountain Dew is the greatest drink that has ever been.
0: <laughs> Again, we're not making fun of Southern friends. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, we're not making fun of... I'm just going to stop. I don't know what I'm defending anymore.
1: I'm defending our right to make fun of everybody, of people.
0: So uh, actors and members of the crew claimed that during the ritual scene on the beach, some strange things started to happen. Bulk apparently heard um, from a witch uh, that the beach didn't like pagan ceremonies. The beach does not like them. Um, and, uh, she got sick before filming and, uh, when they came back on the beach to shoot the scene, uh, where she was invoking the spirit, um, the lights continually were having trouble and went out, um, and the tide actually came in more strongly than they had projected and the altar washed away a couple of times. So, uh, she was quoted saying, uh, it was strange because when we would get into the invocation, the surf came up higher and then would go down when we stopped doing the invocation spell. Tooney, on the other hand, believed that there was a more natural explanation for everything that happened while on so there was a little bit of a uh, Sarah versus Nancy happening behind the scenes. Science versus uh, paganism and Nancy versus
1: Reaganism. All right. Years later, Rachel True opened up about how she was often ignored by the promotional materials, despite being one of the film's leads. She was forgotten by press junkets until one of her co-stars phoned the studio to tell them to include her. She was also the only one of the four actresses not to be invited to the MTV Movie Awards that year. Uh, This was, of course, the black actress. So one has to assume that that was the reason why she was not invited and treated differently.
0: That's really horrible.
1: Uh, to add on to that, I'm just going to eat up one of my other trivias, but it's kind of related. Faruza, is that the way you say her name? Faruza. Faruza? Balk, is that the way you say her last name? Mm-hmm. Faruza Balk. Mm-hmm. Had an edgy, rebellious reputation at the time, and Rachel True was warned by her management not to associate with her. According to her, Rachel True, I suppose, if she was caught behaving this same way, she would be potentially dropped from the film. Faruza being more likely to get away with the rebellious behavior because she was white.
0: Well, that's really interesting. I hadn't heard that before.
1: There you have it. Uh, <clears throat> my last trivia, if you'll listen here, is that Katy Perry's song Dark Horse from her album Prison was inspi- Prism <coughs> was inspired by the craft, the movie The Craft, not the macaroni and cheese.
0: <laughs> Which is also a good craft. It is not. Katy? Craft dinner?
1: Oh, yeah, terrible. Oh I Well, know. the macaroni and cheese is anyway. It's very watery and salty. It's just not very good.
0: Yeah, I actually haven't had it since I was a very little kid. We do occasionally have Annie's mac and cheese, but I doctor it.
1: Annie's? Mm-hmm. I Eat get The some... organic one. Is that like an organic version of Velveeta?
0: It, it's still a powder, but I doctor it. <laughs> like I said, I doctor it. <sighs> uh,
1: I will say that Velveeta, I do like the golden goodness of Velveeta. Buy it today at your local grocer's. We
0: are not sponsored.
1: <laughs> Maybe we could be, though. <laughs> we talk about them like this. <laughs>
0: Liquid gold.
1: <laughs> it is liquid gold.
0: Um, director Fleming revealed in his director commentary that because they had such a small budget, um, practical effects were sometimes cheaper um, than trying to do uh, CGI or uh, green screen edits later on. I
1: yeah, was so impressed. I don't know when it became more prevalent to use CG to cover up either... Bits of the practical effects, like poles or wires or whatever, that needed to be erased. Mm -hmm. Um, But apparently, they did that for the levitation scene. For what's her face? Mm -hmm. But am I aggying you?
0: You have aggied me for the last time. I'm so sorry. (laughs) 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 I am
1: (laughs) smote. I'm sorry.
0: Consider him smitten. I'm
1: smoutin'. Smoutin.
0: Smouten. Smoutin. smoutin'. <laughs> Go stand on the smout. Can you that
1: I'm sorry, that's that's like a, a Southern American Thor. Ah smoutin you. I'm gonna smout you with my lightning. <laughs> sorry to Southerners and uh Thor. <laughs> Go on. I I argued you continue with uh, what I was saying exactly. Okay. Levitating poles.
0: So it it was a two parter. So um there was a metal rod used for the pencil scene where someone actually was sitting under the desk, uh, rotating the pencil. Um, and a prop guy just sat under there and was twisting it by hand, uh, because that was easier to do than doing some kind of CGI or practical effect uh, or not sorry not practical computerized effect on that. Um, In addition to that, uh, when they were doing the light as a feather or stiff as a board scene, what they ended up doing is uh, they actually put the actress on a giant metal pan that was formed to her shape. And then they had um, a a rod down the center of it. So it was a platform that would lift her up and down. Actually, um, True had reported saying that she was concerned about the pan actually giving her an illusion of being heavier than she was, uh, like just more, you know, curvy. But no one seemed to care, and the outfit she was wearing kind of hit it. Better
1: so anyway, she was thought. she was worried that the whatever platform thing she was on would make her would push out certain of her features to make her look rounder than she, she would is. otherwise look. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't think that uh, that effect came across on film of her being rounder than she otherwise would yeah. seem to be. Also, there was a a moment where Bella, Bella Bon, uh, yeah, I I was trying to think of her, her character name. Nancy. Is it Nancy? Yeah. Oh, who's the B lady?
0: So there's Bonnie, Nancy Rochelle.
1: Bonnie, I think is anyway. Uh, At at one point, Nancy said that she was going to wish for like a smaller ass or something like that.
0: Oh, she wanted to have a smaller ass glamored.
1: Yeah, that's right none of them had big asses what's, what's <laughs>
0: <laughs> I spent a lot of this movie observing their boss.
1: I was just staring right at the butts <laughs>
0: <laughs> what are you talking about
1: <laughs> hey. uh, but uh, that seemed to be was was that the the white woman fantasy at the time to be as flat as a board
0: well that was actually uh, the heyday of you know some of those supermodel trends like that was the uh, Kate Moss phase where everyone was just like absolutely non-existent pencils sad yeah i I agree
1: sad for all involved
0: uh so the cast reported a white owl was following them during the entire production like a wild one in in nature
1: hedwig got separated from harry when the ministry was chasing him
0: that makes sense
1: and uh wound up in america i mean he had to have or she had to have flown across the entire country
0: Mm -hmm. and
1: ocean so that would have, would have been a hell of a flight.
0: Excuse me. I need to talk to you.
1: Well, I when did, a howler. When did Harry Potter take place? I believe, didn't it start in like 89?
0: Oh, I, do, I don't remember the timeline. No, that you're more For of the a, books.
1: Yeah. I'm talking about it. So for the movies, they, that was modern era
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh, when the movie started. Uh, but for the books, I believe they started in like 89. Oh, okay. Uh, so I guess by the time that this movie, The Craft, started, Hedwig would have had time To fly across?
0: Retired as Harry's personal owl.
1: Except no, because that was in book six or seven. Mm -hmm. So that would have been six or seven years later. So probably would not have had time at that point to then have flown all the way to the west coast of America. I think we got to the bottom of it. That owl is not Hedwig.
0: Oh, also, they would have much benefited from having uh, an educational establishment for young witches and wizards here, because I think this whole movie could have been a, you know, subverted. There is one, but they didn't get their invites.
1: Oh no, they did not. <laughs> <laughs> maybe because they were detected to be subversive or something.
0: Oh, maybe. Uh, Faruza, um actually is a Wiccan, um, and she bought the occult store um that. She used to um, go to research for the film called uh, Panpipes Magical Marketplace in Hollywood. And she owned that store until 2001. Um, And she was actually the only actor on the film who is a practicing Wiccan.
1: So, I have uh, something to argue with you about. Okay. So, according to her, she is not a Wiccan, nor has she ever been.
0: Oh, we found conflicting information
1: yeah so apparently there's something on the dvd extras that claimed she was a wiccan but it was incorrect oh she claims she'd never have has been but she got that place when she was doing research for the role
0: oh maybe that's what made people believe she was they actually hired a real wiccan priestess pat devon for information um to add realism to the movie her full title is pat devon high priestess of public information officer of the covenant of the goddess
1: that's her hollywood title
0: Well, that's her job title.
1: Oh, so just even when she's not working with Hollywood, that's what she is.
0: Yeah, she's the High Priestess of the Public Information Officer of the Covenant of the Goddess. So I guess the Covenant of the Goddess is a Wiccan.
1: I want to parse through what that says. High Priestess and Public Information Officer.
0: Of the covenant. Oil. Okay,
1: I thought you were saying high priestess of the public information officer. I thought there was oh. a public information officer of which she was a high priestess. So she was like controlling that person <laughs> <laughs> with magic. Yeah.
0: <laughs> in order to respect different Wiccan traditions, no real Wiccan spells are used in the film. Um, to Devon made up realistic sounding spells and in incantation. Uh, Pat told the writers that the film about the idea of binding someone's powers, which is a very uh, important part of the plot. And even the spirit that the girls invoke, um, is totally made up. Pat did cast one real spell, though, to make the film's number uh, at the box office better. And it seemed to work as it reached number one at one point.
1: Uh, incorrect, but go on. It- <laughs> you looked over at me as though I was going to contradict you. So I felt like I should.
0: Oh, I was like, it did it not? Do you have a counterpoint? <laughs> yeah,
1: he didn't cast a real spell, and the spell didn't work because spells don't exist. But go on.
0: Patricia Devon is a lady.
1: That person didn't do it either.
0: Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, it's now
1: quiz time. Right.
0: I'm very scared.
3: All right.
1: So here we go. We're in quiz time, and let's all calm down. Stop laughing. Thank you. Okay. So question. Don't look at my answers. Number one. What was the name of the racist blonde girl who bullied Rochelle?
0: Laura Lizzie.
1: Final answer? Mm -hmm. Correct. One point for you. Keep track. (laughs) Just put it on your fingers. Uh, What corner does Sarah call? The North. Question number two. Uh, Is that your final answer?
0: Yes. The powers of Mother and Earth.
1: Correct. Give yourself a little point. Uh question number three. What was the name of the witch that owned the occult shop? Lyria. Say it again. Lyria. Final answer. Mm-hmm. Incorrect.
0: Interesting. Okay. A Lyria.
1: <laughs> it's Lyrio.
0: Oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, that's a
1: different name. <laughs> it's awesome. I I
0: challenge. I challenge.
1: That it's Lyria. Mm hmm. Okay. Let's look it up. At least where I, I copied and pasted it. So the source that I got it from said Lirio. All right. We've got a quiz time challenge looking up. No,
0: it says that on IMDb.
1: Lirio or Liria? Lirio. Lirio. There you go. Challenge Ooh. is forfeit, I'm afraid. Actor's
0: name is Assumpta.
1: Assumpta Cerna. Question. Okay. So you did not get a little point for that one, I'm afraid. So question number four. How much money did Nancy and her mother receive for after the mother's boyfriend died?
0: I can see them stamping around the trailer saying the number. Yeah. Uh, $176,000. Final, mm-hmm. Final answer? Mm-hmm. Final answer? Mm-hmm. Final answer? Okay. <laughs> yes.
1: Incorrect. Uh, It's one hundred and seventy-five thousand.
0: (laughs) Oh, that is some bullshit. I'm sorry,
1: that's the truth. (laughs) I'm aware, but it's bullshit. Well, (laughs) it's
0: They're bullshit.
1: So I'm afraid you don't get a little point for that one. Question number five: What singer does Nancy's mom have playing in her jukebox?
0: Connie Francis. Final answer. All her life, she thought life was having a jukebox that played nothing but Connie Francis. Final answer. Yeah. Final answer? Absolutely. Buzz it in.
1: (laughs) I'm afraid that's correct.
0: I knew it was. (laughs) That one I was (laughs) in.
1: What if I said no? How upset would you be? (laughs) I
0: would have blown out all your little candles there.
1: Don't. Already a few have gone out. Uh, All right. You get a little point for that one. Rack it up on the finger. I did. Okay. Question number six: Complete this metaphor that Nancy uses to explain to Sarah that or uh, what menthol is. And by menthol, I mean the the name of the the fella, Manol.
0: Manol, yeah. Manol,
1: is, is he? He's French. Manol.
0: as we learned in our last episode you're a master of French
1: oh yeah what was the French thing I was saying
0: ingénie
1: you gotta gotta give it a lot of stank it's French after all (laughs) like a
0: nice cheese
1: (laughs) anyway so complete this metaphor that Nancy uses to explain to Sarah what manon is if God and the devil were playing football manon would be what
0: the stadium that they played in, the ground that they were standing on, in the sunshine. Final answer? hmm Don't. <laughs> I know you were about to ramp up another three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> You're correct. Thank you. <laughs> Give yourself a little point. All right, question number seven. When the four girls went to the ocean to call the corners, what corner did Bonnie call?
0: South, which was unusual because she was usually... East. Final answer? Mm Mm-hmm. You're correct. Yeah.
1: South is the answer. All right, give yourself a little point. Question number eight. What was the name of Nancy's mom's boyfriend?
0: Bill? No. That's a lie.
1: That's the name of the pony in Lord of the Rings that Samwise brings along.
0: He's a good pony. Mm Mm-hmm. But mines are no place for a pony.
1: No. He was very loyal, though.
0: Oh, God. What was his name?
1: His name's Bill. He came with him all the way from the Shire.
0: Because she was arguing with him about bills. Can't even pay a bill? What I paid you? it.
1: It's the storm that knocked the power out.
0: Her name is Grace. I could.
2: <laughs> Grace. She died 30 years ago.
0: Um, I'm going to say Ed.
1: You're going to say Ed?
0: I don't think it's right, but that's all I got. Final answer? Yeah.
1: Incorrect. It is Ray.
0: Right. Oh, okay. Yeah. He was never really a consequential character, so I never bothered to learn his name.
1: Oh, well, he was for Nancy.
0: Oh yeah, changed her life.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Gave her a psychosis. Alright, question number nine. When the girls went to the ocean to call the corners, what corner did Rochelle call? West. Yeah. It's <laughs> the only one left. <laughs> uh Question number ten. Other than the leather choker with spikes, what necklace did Bonnie wear? And by Bonnie, I mean Nancy, of course.
0: Uh, she wore a dog collar.
1: That may be the one I'm talking about.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, the leather choker. She also wore crucifix. Did no, she also she, have one on her neck? neck? Yeah, she wore a dangly yeah. long one with a rosary.
1: I'll accept that. Uh, the one that, so give yourself a little point. Um, mm-hmm. The thing that I was thinking of, though, was she had like a, there was a scene when they went to the store. And she was trying to buy this book. Oh, she had a candy necklace on. Yeah. (laughs) And I thought it was so funny because in that scene, she was like, I am a grown woman and I can buy any book I want or whatever. And I'm like, you literally have a candy necklace on right now.
0: (laughs) I cannot take you at all seriously.
1: (laughs) Anyway. All right. So how many points did you uh, hand? Six points Mm -hmm. out of a possible 10. Not bad.
0: I'd still think that Lirio's name should have been Liria just because the... She's a lady woman. Yeah, the effeminate A.
1: Hey, that's how she was named.
0: True. I just... And I even think that when they were talking about her, they called her Lyria.
1: They might have just been...
0: Mispronouncing?
1: Well, apparently the actress that played uh, Rochelle, Mm -hmm. something Rachel True, Mm -hmm. she was from New York. And I think one or two of the other ladies must have been from Canada because they all had accents. They all had stuff that was not Californian.
0: Mm. I... Well, so they would say
1: sorry <laughs> instead of sorry.
0: Oh, uh, Farooza, especially. I'm sorry.
1: Sorry, yeah.
0: So sorry.
1: I'm sorry. Oh, <laughs> uh, whoops.
0: <laughs> so are you ready for act three?
1: Oh, yes. Yeah, this is this movie Oh no.
0: So I will say that I gave this a pretty high nostalgia rating. Um, this movie actually meant a lot to me growing up. I saw it, you know, right around the time I was going into middle school and- I just thought these girls were so cool, and I wanted to be just like them. Which just...
1: one did you want to be just like?
0: At the time, I wanted to be just like Sarah.
1: Sarah? Adult
0: Allison thinks Sarah's, she is kind of weak until the very end. but She um,
1: she gets Lilith or Satan into her, and then she can take control ma-no. of this. Mad-no. <laughs> then she can take charge of the situation, but without him, he, she's nothing. What does that say to women? You need a man. A French man. Named Man, no. A French Godman, A French Godman, <laughs> <French> God
0: <laughs> <laughs> is everything and nothing. So I gave it a nostalgia of 8 out of 10. Okay. Uh, I, before I started watching it again for the podcast, I just really quickly jotted down my predicted ratings for you. Mm-hmm. And your heart rating I matched at 5 and 5.
1: I shall not say if that's correct. Let me look at my notes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -hmm. let's see let's see Hmm, hmm. oh oh my goodness couldn't be more Um, all right I couldn't be more you couldn't be more that's lovely. Okay, so this is not something that's directed at you. This is something that's directed at Apple, the corporation of Apple computers. And I'd also like to send this off uh, into the ether to both Google and Amazon, and perhaps Netflix as well. I think that, in like having Spotify and Apple Music, you can make playlists of music. I think that you should be able to make playlists of movies and television shows, and not whole television shows. You should be able to select specific episodes, put them in the playlist, such that you may be able to make a Halloween playlist of movies and TV show episodes, and also for Christmas I think that we need to be able to do that because I would love to put together a Halloween playlist of movies that I can just have on in the background so I don't NTV always have episodes, to yeah. yeah so I don't always have to search and find stuff I can just leave it on in the background um, anyway so yeah let's get into it my first timestamp is the opening credits alright so we open up and we see a rather atmospheric shot of vials and tinctures and crystal balls candles there's a pentagram made of salt or no wax perhaps I don't know.
0: wax or chalk
1: no because it's got like 3d stuff it actually looks like it's ceramic and it was just made that way uh but where is this because i don't think we come back to this location do we
0: yeah it's, it looks like they just took over a gazebo somewhere yeah
1: it's a lovely little gazebo it's certainly not at nancy's house because that's a shanty And I don't, maybe it's at uh, Rachel True, what's her character, Rochelle, maybe it's at her house. She Mm -hmm. seemed to have like a pretty fancy abode.
0: Can we talk about how rich everyone was but Nancy? Poor Nancy. (laughs) Well, I don't know, because. How did she get into the private school? That's
1: a good question. Uh, Maybe scholarship, sponsorship sort of thing, like for poor people.
0: Mm, Maybe, yeah.
1: The damn poor. Always taking opportunities from the better rich people.
0: And causing witchcraft trends.
1: Exactly. Um, So, yeah, I don't know. But this is, it's a, I I liked this whole setup. I was kind kind of disappointed we never came back to it.
3: Ours is the magic, ours is the power.
1: But I did want to say that this whole opening sequence right here was very Monty Python.
0: Oh, the the strobe lights. I just want to caution everyone. Oh, I meant to caution everyone earlier about something. Um, well, do you want to do that now? Do any of you listen to a movie that you haven't seen before? I kind of wonder.
1: I can answer that. Yes, people do.
0: Okay. So.
1: <laughs> that was not intentional. <laughs>
0: It's like, oh, something spooky behind me. Sorry. <laughs> He's about to choke on a candy pumpkin. That's spooky. Right.
1: <laughs> it's a very Halloween way to die.
0: So, uh, there is a scene with Robin, uh, Robin Tunney uh, in the film where she is assaulted, uh, and the intention is clearly that the, the guy is going to rape her. Uh, if you are sensitive to that, maybe skip this from here on out and join later.
1: Also, there's a scene where Nancy attempts to rape Skeeter.
0: Yes, uh, as a revenge. Yes.
1: Uh, But we miss... Well, we didn't miss it, but... Don't you think that this looks very Monty Python? Yeah. The the lettering here like on the clouds and everything like that it should so it seems like uh, god should be reaching his hand out of the sky to pick somebody up or whatever are
0: you waiting for like a big foot to come down yeah exactly down you know it's
1: it, it seems very like that so my next one is at four minutes and 30 seconds
0: hey we got the same one because i i titled it the least effective way to fend off a home intruder
1: oh my god what <laughs> is wrong with this dude all right the so dude or her her him, him the, the 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 father
0: Oh, the father. Okay.
1: Yes. The father. The daddy.
0: The daddy is the father. The
1: daddy is the father. Uh, so, yeah, this is where the main girl lady, uh, Sarah, has moved into a new home and rather large. Home. Yeah, it's a rather large home, though it is leaking. Yeah. That's what made me think that maybe they weren't rich. Like they're okay off, but they bought kind of a shit house, like a big one, but it was kind of run down and such. And Maybe they'll fix it up.
0: Yeah. Well, and then they probably bought it sight unseen.
1: Yeah, that sort of thing. So, uh, anyway, she is trying to unpack some things in a corner in her foyer and is interrupted by a rather beastly man.
0: What's wrong with you?
1: (laughs) All right, he's opening the door. found yourself
2: back,
0: you wanna?
1: No! Ah! Well, first of all, what on earth did he just say? Found, found this
0: out back. Do you want it?
1: Okay. All right. <laughs> I mean, he couldn't have mumbled more.
0: Relax. What's the matter with you? Relax. Dad!
1: Also, it's it's the mumble and the soft voice that doesn't match his mouth.
0: What's wrong with you?
1: Well, he's... It, I mean, What's it's, it's wrong not, with you? Exactly. It wasn't out of sync, but his mouth is much more emphatic than his voice is coming out. Mm-hmm. So it's clearly ADR. And it, they just kind of made it sound different. What? What is it? What? All right, father comes down the stairs to chase the fellow hey, off, grabs a thing, okay, chases him two inches, here. and then stops. Help. Okay, so this is like, uh, in psych- psychology terms and also in first-person shooters, people talk about things in terms of object permanence. Mm-hmm. This is object impermanence. He lost sight of him for a moment and was like, well, he's clearly dead or doesn't exist or never did.
0: Oh, he's a merchant in Skyrim.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so <laughs> it's just so odd to me that he's clearly this is all his property right here. Mm-hmm. It's like a walled in area. He ran 2 inches away and then he's like that's good enough.
0: I'm <laughs> just going to turn done. around.
1: He's never going to come back or he'll he'll surely have gone completely away.
0: Don't call him Charlie.
1: Well, I know I'm to call him this guy Shirley. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um I uh I have got to say that this is some bad uh, bad fathering. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He, he should be brought up on charges.
0: Well, yeah, so raised a daughter that fight or flight instinct is to roll around on some boxes
1: well main characters are often like that I mean think about it Harry Potter often falls backwards and drops his wand Frodo falls backwards and drops his sword on Weathertop
0: and uh, and other her response kind of to me reminds me a lot of uh, classic horror movie actresses where they would defend themselves by hitting with the soft part of their hand like no (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, yeah there was a fight later in the movie where uh, Nancy is whacking her and such and just doing the hand-to-hand kind of this sort of thing flail
0: oh it's an epic cat fight with magic
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway do you have more to say here
0: no i just re-watching that as an adult i'm like man she really had no interest in defending herself at all <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> so by no you mean yes yes
0: uh my next is not till nine minutes 46 seconds and i just want to say that can you believe this is the guy that holds kaya's heart
1: yes because i know her But I will also say that I have no idea why she likes him so much. She meaning Sarah. Sarah.
0: She seems a little out of his league.
1: She doesn't seem to be the sort of person that would be into someone like him. I don't know but it's about leagues. They play in different leagues. Mm -hmm. And they play different sports, if I'm honest. And I don't know why she seems so taken with him.
0: Well, she doesn't even know. High school doesn't make sense.
3: Eh.
1: Pretty sure that's... uh, Huh.
0: A police officer.
1: Oh, thank you. I was looking for the word police officer. What about the one who drives the fire truck?
0: <laughs> the fireman. Oh, they're
1: so cool. I like it when they've got the Dalmatians.
0: <laughs> and the axes.
1: <laughs> the axes and the, and the ladders. And the water. <laughs> oh, they're so cool. Which ones go woo, 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 and then bring people out in a stretcher?
0: Oh, okay. EMS.
1: <laughs> no, my uncle. Um, What? No. Patrick P- P- Pissy. He was. Paul the, Blart.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no. He's in gangster movies. Classic actor.
0: Paul Giamatti. N-
1: no. <laughs> I mean, kind of, but not who I'm thinking of. Uh, he played a criminal who played a cop in the first Home Alone movie. At the beginning of the movie, he comes in. Everyone's oh, running around. Joe Pesci. Pesci. <laughs> That's where the p was coming from. <laughs> Joe that's, Pesci
0: that's the woman <laughs> comp from the earlier scene where Nancy's like I love a woman in uniform <laughs>
1: oh right <laughs> no but that's Joe Pesci right there look at him no that's a woman That's nope that's Joe Pesci hi hi
3: you're Sarah right yeah hi I'm Chris um no I think that's I that's Joe Pesci that's not a woman French. they're assholes you know what they say y'all what you hang with yeah right wait did you just call me an asshole you did, didn't you? I'm sorry. My defenses are up. People here have been really rude to me. Oh, really? Who else? These three girls are behind you. Don't stare.
1: I mean, he's he's got a certain uh, sexual charisma about him, don't you think? He's got nice eyes. You know, he's got eyes that you can jump into and swim around.
0: I guess. You don't think so? He, uh... Skeet Ulrich was never skater, my my type, and I think he looked better with Billy Loomis's hair. That's much better hair for him.
1: Oh yeah, agree. <laughs> However, I still think well, <laughs> well, the, the blood <laughs> also dripping. But uh, no, I think he's a good-looking guy. I'd say he's he throbs my heart. <laughs> I don't good. know what's wrong with you. I think good. he's a he's a fine heart throb. Okay, let's objectify him some more.
0: Eh, you don't know. Nope.
3: That's Mm -hmm. (laughs) like, Oh, shit. It's the bitches of Eastwick. What? Whatever you do, stay away from them. Why? Well, you see the one on the right? She's a major slut. I mean, I don't know from experience or anything, but... The one in the middle, she's got these burn scars all over her body.
0: And the last one is the the only person of color in the school. Anyway (laughs) there.
1: And I don't have anything to say about her. She's not worth it.
0: What?
3: They're witches. Witches. Well, that's what people say. So what are you doing after school? I don't know. Nothing, I guess. Really? Really. I'm busy. Football practice. You can come and watch. Mm, Football practice. That is so tempting.
1: But she's still good. goose. You know, it must work. Inviting but, a lady to a football practice and watch you running around being masculine and knocking into other men. That's got to work on ladies. Yeah. It I just mean, has to.
0: Mo- athletes are kind of, you know, the modern day gladiator.
1: Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it, well, I'm, I say it must affect a certain type of woman.
0: Mm-hmm. But, you know,
1: if you're into a masculine man and you see him running around smashing in and grabbing others high knees and things like that, I think that's
0: lift and mob throwing them about
1: that's about as masculine as it gets
0: 1515 um where we go to a store um we are meeting lirio as she allegedly called.
1: <laughs> we'll have to listen
0: and uh, i will say that it's kind of funny in the scene she does have a way of just really finding a way to upsell someone on additional merch by outing the fact that she knows her friends are stealing from her That's not for you. I'm sorry.
1: It's the restricted section. You need a pass.
3: What a beautiful ring. It was your mother's. Yeah, it was. Are you going to pay for those? Uh Uh-huh. You're not like your friends.
1: Why is it that magic people in this sort of setting are always Eastern European?
0: It's uh, a little more fits into the new agey Feel. <laughs> so really, she doesn't have that accent. She puts it on for the store. But exactly. <laughs> and she
1: walks out and goes, oh my gosh, guys.
0: Ashley, it's really funny. In the Buffy TV show, um, one of the shopkeepers does do that Projected accent of like some kind of non-descript European accent, you know, um, Eastern European accent, and then someone comes into the store who he recognizes as an actual practitioner of the the arts. Oh, I thought and, it was going to be
1: like an actual Eastern European. It was like that accent's terrible.
0: <laughs> no, <laughs> it, it, someone who he knew actually practiced. He's like, "Oh, sorry, I just put that on for the the tourists." <laughs> mm-hmm. There
1: was a, a moment like that in Psych as well. You know how to use
0: candles.
1: Just light yeah, the wick.
3: you light the wick. More than that. Not really. Red is for love. Black, actually. Upsell. Upsell. <laughs> Why you didn't read that? It explains it all.
1: Craft mac and cheese. I don't think I need $20. this.
3: Fifty dollars. You know, I've never read anything about this stuff before. I mean, I don't follow it. Maybe you are a natural witch. Your power comes from within.
0: Me knowing more about, um, oh gosh, I forget what to call them, but. Witches. Well, not, not witches, but. Uh, Women. S- High schoolers? No. <laughs> You're <They're> not helping. <laughs> You're actually making this harder. It's, That's uh, what she said. Uh, <laughs> people who pretend to be psychics, the cold readings, people who are talented at more. John of,
1: Edwards of the world.
0: Kind of just making sweeping perceptions and happening to, to get something right. Mm-hmm. Modern Allison would have just believed what she was doing. Was Wait, just,
1: modern Allison would have in past tense, but talking about modern.
0: Okay. So Allison today, if someone had been like, that's a beautiful ring, I bet it was your mother. Like, I'm like, don't you cold read me?
1: Well, yeah. And cold readers will throw a lot of things out there, but only hone in on the things that they seem to be getting right.
0: Yeah. Like any kind of reaction. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that, that was all I had. It was just kind of, you know looking back at it i was like wow she's so cool this the sagely witch lady and
1: well to be fair in this movie witches are real and yeah. magic is real so she is not cold reading she's actually powerful yeah she's detecting that mommy is dead and you, you are sad and this is i want to bring that up for some reason
0: and she didn't well i, I was like she didn't bring up like yes yeah, she did yeah. she absolutely did yeah. <laughs> and then at 16 we meet the homeless guy again in the scene and i forget which comedian did this skit, but they were talking about how, what if we just were ignoring modern day prophets? Um, you know, we just assumed that these people were mentally ill, but really they're having divine conversations with God. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> And so here's this. Well, there side. are many
1: people all throughout the world that claim to be the next coming of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever believes them.
0: Yeah. Well, or like in this case, I have a premonition about you. You were dead. He was giving a warning and like, mm-hmm. I heard it from the serpent god. And-
1: also, it's kind of interesting that he, he arrives in pretty much the beginning of the movie.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we see she bumps into him here. And then that's kind of it. He seemed like he was he set got up
0: ran over. I'm pretty sure he's dead.
1: That's true. But like it seemed like it, it they were setting gonna- him up for like some sort of payoff at the end. Like he was either going to like unexpectedly save the day or be part of the evil villainous plots or something like that.
0: Well, part of me was interested in the fact that every time we see this man, he's holding a serpent. Yeah. And serpents are something that she is feared of and something that Nancy seems to have control over. So, you know, what if modern day prophets were these people that we just assumed are crazy, but they're actually having prophetic conversations with God or deities?
1: That is the question. That's the $10 million question everyone has to ask themselves when they hear someone with a tinfoil hat on talking about how the end is nigh. The end has never been nigh when they've claimed it has been. It's nigher than it was, I suppose, but it always is. Deep. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this is where Rochelle is about to jump off the high dive at the school. Pure. And uh, the blonde
0: school has a really great high diving team.
1: Yeah. Well, this school just seems to have a good setup. for many things. So Ben Stiller's wife is, uh, checking her out on the, uh, sidelines mm-hmm. and he, she's, uh, Rochelle's about to jump off the high dive and she's going to be heckled a little bit.
3: Oh, right, 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 right. Shark!
1: I don't know how, first of all, I don't know how you can mess up. Once you're already that far into the dive, like into the flip, how can you mess up that badly?
0: Um...
1: To the, to the point where you're like, you you, she hit her back Mm -hmm. rather than like trying to go in hands first or head first or whatever. She she didn't slightly mess up her form. She was in a completely different position.
0: Yeah. I I don't think she would have had a successful dive regardless of the shark.
1: Yeah. Uh, Anyway, so now they're in the changing rooms and Ben Stiller's wife is going to have some more things to say.
3: Oh God, look, there is a pubic hair in my brush. Oh, no, wait, wait. That's just one of Rochelle's little nappy hairs.
1: (laughs) I so did not expect to hear
0: that. (laughs) Or the next line. Yeah.
3: Why are you doing this to me, Laura? Do you think you're funny? You really want to know why? Yes, I really want to know
0: why. Because I don't like Negroids. (sighs) sorry on tv edits she just goes sorry and walks away without giving any explanation yeah I saw
1: that they they had an alternate version where she doesn't do the racial slur and I guess doesn't talk about her hair maybe she does talk about her hair I don't know but it kind of removes the motivation for her to uh, curse her when they're doing their little witch spells later
0: so in the um the tv edits I've seen she'll make the hair comment about the brush like so because she does say that. Yeah. She
1: says the thing about the nappy hair.
0: But she doesn't say anything about... Um,
1: well, I, well that, I mean, that's that's enough motivation, I guess. The thing I was reading said that it had completely removed the motivation.
0: Oh, which maybe. I, I've seen, I guess, specific TV edits, so maybe there's multiple TV edits.
1: I have no idea. But maybe they were just like, oh, calling her, saying that she's got nappy hair or whatever isn't motivation enough. <laughs>
0: so that's also they,
1: possible. Maybe enough. they were just wrong about that. Um, anyway... Yeah, I just thought that was a really wild moment I wasn't expecting to see in this movie. But later, apparently, uh, Rachel True has said uh, subsequently that uh, she was initially kind of put off by this scene, but said that she thinks it's it's important that they had put this in the movie.
0: Yeah, she. Um, I had read an interview that they had with her where she said that, you know, she really related to the character because she went to a majority white high school. Mm. So this sort of behavior was something she experienced. Yeah, yeah. So um, they took a field trip and they are indoctrinating Sarah to the coven. Indoctrinating. I think I just said (laughs) indoctrinating. She's becoming a
1: doctor. (laughs) (laughs) She's getting a doctorate.
0: At a very young age. She's (laughs) doogie housering.
1: That's right. All right. So anyway, yeah. So they're in the uh, woods, the shadow dappled woods. It's very beautiful. They're going to do their little satanic rituals and they're kissing each other.
0: In a very European kind of way.
1: Mm. Stabbing the earth. It seems kind of weird, though. Why would you want to stab the earth? Don't you worship it? All right, so they're piercing each other's fingers, drawing blood, pouring it in a wine goblet, putting a ritual other chalice stuff into it. It's a quaint little I area. My
3: sisters, and I ask for the ability to not hate those who hate me. Especially racist pieces of bleach blonde shit like Laura Lizzie.
0: <laughs> right
1: on. She wanted to the strength to not hate the people who hate her. Including so racist
0: th- pieces of bleach blonde shit yeah. like Laura Lizzie.
1: So, and the the incarnation of that wish, the reification of that wish, was her the lady's hair falling out.
0: Yeah, it's basically... Um, some sort of whatever this universe's version of karma is. So the transgression that you did onto me is going to come back to you. So she mocked her appearance and made judgments on skin surface values. And so the universe punished her by making her what she would consider ugly, I guess.
1: Yeah. And so by doing that, she felt sorry for her. So she didn't hate her. Mm-hmm. That's interesting.
3: I drink of my sisters, and I ask to love myself more and to allow myself to be loved more by others, especially Chris Tucker. <laughs> I know, it's <laughs> pathetic, it's definitely pathetic. <laughs> I drink of my sisters, and I take into myself the power to be beautiful, outside as well as in.
1: That one, I think, of all of these wishes, that didn't come true. She lost her scarring and like burn stuff on the back,
0: mm-hmm, but became a narcissist.
1: Yeah. She said she wants to be beautiful outside as well as in. She did not become beautiful inside.
0: <laughs> no, no. She, be- she got confident for sure.
1: That's not the only thing that makes beauty. No. And she had many well, other confidence
0: things. Confidence does make you. It's, it- it it's, is something. It's,
1: it's the food of the wise man and the liquor of the fool. No, yeah, so she got confidence, which can accentuate a a beautiful personality, but she got many other traits that were not beautiful.
0: Yeah, she became an asshole.
1: So, I don't know, is that a writing problem? I think that might be a writing problem.
0: Maybe, but she also, you know, started this journey as a, what I consider to be a beautiful inside person, just very sweet. But maybe it was surface level so people wouldn't mock her for her scars. Yeah. I don't know, maybe she was always an asshole.
1: So I think they should have rephrased her wish as, I want to be made as beautiful outside as I am inside. And then that would have proved that she was never beautiful inside. She was It was a coping mechanism. She was being nice to people so they would be nice to her. Mm-hmm. And otherwise she would have been mean all along.
0: Stars made her humble.
3: Hmm. I think of my sisters and I take into myself. All the power of my own. That's all? <laughs> <laughs> blessed blessed,
2: be. Be. <laughs> blessed, blessed be.
3: be. Blessed be. Blessed <laughs> be. I thought you were going to burp. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh my god.
0: What?
1: Look. It's hard for me to look at uh, oh. Robin Trudeau's face. Robin Tinney. Yeah, because when she was in house, mm-hmm. she played a, a preschool teacher who developed a condition where she couldn't speak properly. And oh, would,
0: did she start doing like baby voice?
1: Yeah, pop, pop, was the noise that she kept making. And so when I look at her mouth, she's got a very interesting, like an underbite or something, hmm. like a Simpsons character.
0: <laughs> I think she's beautiful. <laughs> yeah,
1: maybe this is the same situation that you've got about a uh, skater. Skate. You, you, he just doesn't do it for you yeah mm-hmm. she, eh, she doesn't really do it for me
0: okay who of the four
1: I, I think she's got uh, 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 a Faruka veruca salt feruza uh, furuza has uh she's got a cool rebellious uh, kind of punk rock spirit I like that um yeah I, honestly all three other than Robin <sighs> Trudeau she's not a fan
0: Robin Tunney yeah. He's listening
1: I just thought that was rather sweet. Mm-hmm. Until it becomes dark later. Well, I, thought, I thought it was nice. It felt like a very supportive atmosphere.
0: Until the absolute power corrupted absolutely. Right. And we're about to play light as a feather, stiff as a board. This scene inspired a lot of sprained fingers from childhood sleepovers. Uh, <laughs> I'm kidding about the sprained fingers. But uh, at every sleepover, we would try every single time to play this game. Did it ever work? No, but I think it would have worked had we had more people at the sleepovers, because if you disperse the weight, I think that's what's really going to allow you to lift up the person. Mm -hmm. We just never had enough at my sleepovers because I was not popular.
1: Um, How many people uh, on average did you have at your sleepovers?
0: Like for birthday parties, probably like four, maybe five.
1: You couldn't do it with five people? Yeah, probably not. Mm -hmm. How many fingers did you use? Just like two fingers on each hand or did you use all fingers?
0: It probably would have worked out better if we used palms or something, but yeah, we were trying to do like this movie with only two fingers.
1: Pretty fancy. Your
3: fingers work.
0: <laughs> okay.
3: Now you take your index finger and your middle finger, and you put it under her like this. Now you have to imagine that she's incredibly lit.
1: I will say I the best dressed dead in dead this there. movie is, now, is Rochelle. No, like
3: whole body or just her head?
1: I always Cow. like her outfits. <laughs>
3: You guys, come on, concentrate or it's not going
0: to work. I always like Bonnies.
1: Being Nev Campbell?
0: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I think I sprained my finger. Shut up! Focus! Come on, you guys. Come on, ready? Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board.
3: Light as a feather, stiff stiff
0: as a board.
1: Who do you think is the prettiest of all of them? I've
0: always thought Nev Campbell was really beautiful. Better than what's her lady. I think Robin Tooney thin is also really but many, I think she was more beautiful in Empire stiff concord, Records. Lies of Feathers stiff, mm-hmm.
3: fe uh- feather, stiff as a board, Lies of Feathers, stiff as a board, Lies of Feathers, stiff as a board, Lies of Feathers, stiff as a board, lies of feathers.
0: successfully levitated her. They're all shocked. Hello.
3: You guys, it's not working. Whoa. (laughs) Shut up or you're gonna fall. How do I get down? Shh. Who's got the instructions? Just keep concentrating. Amazing. I got clean towels <laughs> for everyone. <laughs> oh my butt. What, what's <laughs> going on in here? Nothing. Why? Are you girls getting
0: hot? No. Are you smoking <laughs> the pot? <laughs> I like that scene. <laughs> did that I ever happen to you? getting high.
1: Did your parents ever accuse you of trying to get high with your friends?
0: No, but um, I was a goody two-shoes. I had never really got in trouble for things. So
1: so you did do evil things. You just never got in trouble for them.
0: No, I really, I'm such a lame that I never really did anything that bad.
1: What was the worst thing you did when you were in high school?
0: I did sneak one of my friends into the basement once. If Ooh. mom and dad are listening, I don't think they ever knew.
1: They probably don't care at this point. At this point,
0: they don't care. Yeah. No, it was my friend, Matt. Uh, (gasps) Not Matt. Of of, facts? No, not different Matt. My friend, Matt Hayes. And he actually was so skinny, he was able to hide himself in the couch cushions, and they never found him.
1: I mean, were they around?
0: uh, They never came. uh, They came down once because I was playing video games, and they were like, you should probably go to bed soon. And they kind of, like, were looking around, but he, like, squeezed himself, like, between, like, the back of the couch board and where the seat was, like.
1: I'd love to, I'd love, if we can get a call in from your parents, because I'd love them to comment on this and say, like, oh, yeah, we knew he was there. That was the stupidest hiding spot he could have chosen.
0: It was the the blue couch that we uh, had at the condo when we lived in the condo. Oh, That couch was very squishy.
1: It was pretty damn squishy. But I'd still, I think that it'd be really funny if they were like, oh yeah, we knew he was there. We just thought it was really awkward and we weren't going to say anything about it. She thinks she's being (laughs) slick and we don't (laughs) distrust this kid. (laughs) I still don't think they're going to get, did you get up to anything?
0: No, we just played video games and chatted. Like we were very boring. We talked about Rammstein.
1: Did you think he wanted to get up to anything?
0: No, but I also didn't think any boy liked me back then.
1: But I mean, thinking back now, do you think that that's probably...
0: No. He had a thing for one of my friends.
1: Let me let you in on a little secret about people in general.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Boys specifically, we can have a thing for more than one person.
0: No, I'm pretty sure that's not how that works.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, Matt and I were good friends. I don't think there was anything more there and if there was i was very oblivious to it
1: well this is a surprise to you and uh for the audience he's here today we've got matt over here please uh come in let's uh let's chat with matt thank you matt uh tell us way back then when you were in high school with this lovely lady did you want to get up to something foolish uh yes i thought uh she was a lovely person. Um,
2: <laughs> <I> Richmond. <was laughs> Hello, I've uh, come over here. I've been spending a lot of time in London, um, England. For those who are Ooh. unacquainted with you know the region, yes.
0: Matt's older brother. i uh, uh, Matt. Yes, Matt's talk, older you can talk.
2: You can talk right to me. Matt's older brother. Um, Tom right here. My older brother. Yes. Yeah. Ian. Ian. Yeah. Ian great guy. Uh, he actually died last year. I'm afraid.
0: Was got at polio. <laughs> Is gothic and um, you know dressed certainly fo- was. Fo- he, l- he looked like nines. it when he was yeah. in
2: his uh, coffin. I'll tell you that much. Oh,
1: excuse me.
0: No I'm <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! <laughs> you got me,
1: Allison. You the people at home can't even understand that because she was silent. But she said he actually did die, and I felt horrible. And then she said, "No, he didn't." Damn you!
2: Anyway, I'm back to being mad.
0: A little trick or treat.
1: <laughs> oh, she got me. She uh, got me.
0: No, but Ian actually did trust, like, Richmond. Like, he was full on God.
2: Yes, he used to paint his face. I know I used to help him. <laughs> <laughs> I used to do his eyebrows. He would do his eyebrows real dark. I'd do it with Q-tips. I'd dip him in inkwells. <laughs> I'd dip my some Q-tips in inkwells and I'd paint his eyebrows on. Yes, he really liked that. Uh, I, I didn't really join in with that kind of thing, you know. As far as uh, I liked Ramstein, of course, but you know, other than that, I was very big into rock and roll, but uh, not much else. I was a lame-o. <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, well, is there anything else you'd like
1: to say to uh, to Matt? He came all the way from London, England, and uh, you're not going to say much to him. He Talk about lived
0: pretty close to her. I think your family had a house uh, in. Uh, he lived in uh, Tracy's Landing, I think.
1: Oh yeah, yeah I'm familiar yeah. with it. it. Dunkirk area. Yeah. yeah. Uh. It still well, lives there. He's still. He's sitting right here. I'm. I'm shocked that you w- refused to talk to him.
0: It's just too uncomfortable for me to go back to my high school days.
1: Well, fuck you too. Then I'm out of here.
0: <laughs> Did you ever get your Corvette?
1: Peace out, bitches. <laughs> well all right uh see you matt it was really nice to have you here i'm sorry you- oh he's gone um i man that's such a shame you were kind of mean to him
0: a little bit was i yeah you were you it's were almost a- like he wasn't here
1: it was i he was sitting right here <laughs> i'm shocked at you you have behaved very rudely
0: i'm the worst
1: <laughs> i really expect you to put a, an apology somewhere in here to poor matt he came all the way
0: i'll put it at the very end of the I have to think correctly of how I can articulate just the formalist of apologies. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, he deserves it.
0: I was in shock.
1: Like I just, I'm talking directly to Matt now. I personally am very sorry, and on behalf of the RTR podcast, uh, my deepest apologies.
0: Yes, you've it, been done
1: dirty. Also, anyway,
0: I was just in a bit of shock. Yes. I was not expecting you to summon. This person who I didn't know you knew existed.
1: I didn't, but uh, I'm the producer, uh, Axpin, arranged it. And
0: Axpin, we haven't heard from Axpin in a long time. Hey,
1: you know, he's doing his job. He's toiling away in the background. He knew about Matt. He knew we'd bring it up today. So he went ahead I just,
0: and I was I was blindsided.
1: Got him on a first class flight over here.
0: From a different part of here.
1: No, he was in London, England. Oh, okay. He lives there now. That's why he's got the... Wait, wait he came back!
0: Matt, <laughs> <laughs> you're back to, to receive my apology.
2: I'm the fuck out of here. I just went out the wrong door. <laughs> All
0: right. I guess my apology was not accepted. I,
1: I think he went upstairs rather than downstairs. I don't know why he thought he'd be able to get out that way. He's kind of a moron, this Matt guy. But hey,
2: I really hope he never just listens to
0: this.
2: (laughs) (laughs) If I weren't entirely non-violent, I'd be having fists with you right now.
0: He's a hunter. He's not (laughs) (laughs) non-violent.
2: Look, I've turned a corner in my life.
0: (laughs) He was a bell killer, too. (laughs) (laughs) I love that that was completely... <laughs> <laughs> I w- I'm not. Yes, I've Andy. had a lot of
2: therapy, and I've I've come to the conclusion that killing
0: yourselves to live, <laughs> killing
2: things that don't themselves have weapons, is just morally wrong. So, uh, as I say, I don't know why I'm explaining myself to the likes of you two. I'm out of here
0: for real this time.
1: See you never.
0: Okay. Well, I'm sorry, Matt.
1: All right, Matt, get out of here. I'm I'm sick of you. I thought you were charming at first. Now I'm now I hate you. <laughs> All right, so that was Matt. What the hell just happened?
0: I'm not sure. I think it got away from us, the, the whole...
1: <laughs> I like that you're on Facebook now. <laughs> I just want to show you. Oh, I thought you were just like, I'm done with this podcast no, now. No, <laughs> I was pulling him up. Oh, okay. But. He honestly looks like he would have that voice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know what's happening, but we're back to the movie maybe?
0: Yeah. We just played a little bit of uh, Light as a Feather, Stiff as a Board, a game I was never successful at. Ah, sad, sad, sad. Uh, My next is 51.35.
1: Well, my next is 40 minutes in.
0: Well, I guess that's you, then.
1: I believe I will go next, if that's all right with you.
0: Oh, you're honing in on the Reiki, are you?
1: The Reiki? Is that what they're doing here?
0: Kinda. I mean, oh...
1: No, yeah, that's not what I'm focusing. (laughs) (laughs) Not what I'm focusing on, but yeah, I guess that's kind of reiki. It's doing the massage with energy, not touching. Oh, is that the symbol they make, the Jesus symbol with their hands?
0: I mean, she she was like holding back a a bracelet and just kind of. She had her fingers dipped in wax, and she was just kind of covering the area where the scars Uh. are. I don't know enough about reiki to tell you what
1: I've seen it done in psych. And so what Gus did when he was performing Reiki on a big, hairy football player, uh, the football player took off his shirt, and so Gus stood behind him, kind of holding his hands aloft. But the football player, the big, hairy one, couldn't tell what he was doing with his hands, so he set up a lamp, Mm -hmm. pointed at his back, and he's like, oh, yeah, I can feel the warmth. He's like, can you? Good. And then (laughs) left. So as far as I know, that's how you perform Reiki. Gotcha. Gotcha. Anyway, so we're back here. Uh, we're blonde racist uh, Ben Shapiro. Shapiro, Ben Stiller's wife is uh, sitting on the sidelines here.
0: <laughs> ben
1: Shapiro's wife is nowhere to be seen. I don't know what happened to her.
0: She just buggered off in the pool. She's just. <laughs> but now else. she's wet,
1: and you know he doesn't like that.
0: Well, especially since he can't get her
1: there. <laughs> Alright so blonde racist Ben Stiller Wife uh, just got the towel She's gonna watch gonna Rochelle on the board. Yeah making on comments it, I love that put a lid on it Laura like can you do better than that
0: No <laughs> She obviously needs More support she's my star diver
1: Oh okay so it's like No matter how bad she is I'll, I'll, I'll Lightly reprimand her but I'm not gonna do anything Serious
0: Exactly. Cause he said nothing During the shark
1: <laughs> Right so I just love, oh, first of all, the hair coming out really mm. disturbs me. I don't know why. Oh. Just on a psychological level, it's like skin sloughing off, which we see in the next scene, by the way. Yeah. But it's just like, it really turns my skin. It just, yeah.
0: So I actually have the next hair sloughing scene um, uh, time stamped. I had originally done this one, but remember the other one affected me more than this one? Um, the
1: sloughing does or the, the hair does affect you more?
0: So uh, the scene that, well, I'll, I'll save it for when we time okay, yeah. it. Yeah. But I remember when I watched this scene originally as a young girl, it freaked me the hell out. Especially just like she keeps going back and touching it. So. Oh,
1: yeah, getting more and more hair. Yeah. It's like,
0: why do you keep doing it? Just leave it alone. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Anyway, so I'm not going to look at it because it actually disturbs me to look at it.
0: I think this is the first time you've like had like I such a visceral reaction to one of the, like? our movies.
1: Yeah, it's just I don't know, yeah. something about it. It's gross. <laughs> Rochelle's comfortable <laughs> with what she's seeing. Takes a dive off the board and then gym teacher guy stares at her
0: because he had never seen her do a good dive.
1: Is do you think that's why? Mm-hmm. I think honestly, I think that was the director trying to be like this guy's suspicious. Maybe she's responsible for doing this.
0: Oh, no, I think it was because she was distracted and didn't have the opportunity to affect the dive. We actually got to see a good dive from her. So he's like, oh, she can, she can do that?
1: That's an interesting read. I wonder if that's true. It would be interesting if it were true. It would also be interesting because he's like, oh, this girl's hair is completely falling out. Oh, but look at this other girl dive. That's kind of a weird flip for him. Yeah. Honestly, I think it was the director being like what he's like, oh, why is her hair falling out? this is so weird and then she takes a dive and he's like, huh oh maybe she's responsible for this
0: oh, that's an I never got that take from him That's
1: how it seems to me and that it doesn't make sense. I don't know why he would be suspicious that way, but that's how don't it came suspicious. off that's how it came off to me I don't know. <laughs> Anyway, so now we're in the hospital and we're gonna see the skin sloughing off. Oh Jesus. Little Bellanie's about sloughs, to get her
0: sloughing. What the hell, Bellany? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Bellany's about to get it. Actually you no, there? she's about to heal. No,
3: I can't tell
0: yet, dear. I wonder if they just like put like glue stick on her back and let that peel off a little bit. Oh, possible. Or uh, like a face mask. Like yeah, they have the peeling face masks.
1: I mean, they do have those kind of silicon, very thin silicon things that you can kind of put on and wrinkle, and they can just paint oh, it a gorgeous. color. So
0: that looks like glue to me.
1: I'm sure when we watched Face Off, they must have done something similar to having like weird looking skin like that.
0: Yeah, we uh, must
1: have seen someone actually do that.
0: Yeah, well, we've seen different things, but I'm, in in this particular case. To me, what it looks like is particularly glue based on the way that it tears and kind of, as you say, sloughs off. Mm. Um, You know, when I was younger, I I think a lot of kids do that. Like, we would put Elmer's glue on our skin, on our hands, and it behaves exactly like this, which is exactly how skin behaves, like, say, when you've had a burn and it starts to heal.
1: Oh, you may be right. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) <laughs> the noise in the headphones is worse than yeah. when you're just wa- watching it on a TV. I can't believe
1: it. It's not butter.
0: It's magic. Madger- Magity. <laughs> 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 We've been doing this podcast for too long. <laughs> Technically, this is our 40th episode. Is it? Mm-hmm. it not worked. our 40th movie, Knock but it up the 40th screwed. episode. Oh it worked. Oh
1: yeah. Bam, bam, bam. Uh,
0: Oh,
1: hang on. Hang on. (laughs) Pausing the movie. This is important business.
0: (laughs) (laughs) All
1: right. So I believe it's bam, bam, bam. And then we, do we do this? And then we do wizard hands. Wizard hands. <laughs> wizard hands definitely is the last bit. But I think it was this sort of sprinkly motion and then wizard hands. <laughs>
0: We're the best. Yes, we are. <laughs> Seriously, if you don't stop it, you can, you can go blind.
1: Oh, Harry uh, so I was believe all. they're
0: talking about masturbation. Yeah,
1: because, well, that was a thing. Uh, nuns would tell you that if you masturbated, you would go blind.
0: Mm.
1: That was a thing. Well, they would tell the gentlemen that. I don't know what they would tell the female women, ladies, girls.
0: You would get uh, vaginal teeth.
1: Eww. Have you seen that movie? Teeth, yeah. Yeah. I saw that with uh, the lady I was dating at the time.
0: Mm-hmm. The one you were formerly affiliated with, yes.
1: No, it was, the, it was the one before that.
0: Oh, but um, I don't think I know that
1: one. Well, you definitely never met her. Uh, she went to
0: a different school she, she, was, she was in Canada, in Canada.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, no but she was horrible
0: her name is Alberta. she lives in Vancouver <laughs> you don't know her <laughs> she doesn't have a phone
1: number you can call um, anyway um, did I have anything more to say about that Let's see here. It freaks me out. Facial expression. Weird, by the way. <gasps> oh, yeah. There was a little musical sting at one point that sounded a lot like it belonged in house. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was important to write down. I don't know why. Uh, my next one is 43
0: minutes. Yours is next. Oh, my.
1: All right. So here we got the the ladies, the girls, chilling in the promenade. Mm-hmm. Right in the epicenter of the promenade, and Nancy's all upset and such. So let's hear what she has to
3: say. Fallout. you guys. Should see her? She has to wear Actually, her I don't know if every she says anything. <laughs> Poor Laura. What's wrong Nancy. Her spell's not working. What spell? I don't know. I think she doesn't want to be white trash anymore or something. And I told her, like, you're white, honey. Just deal with it.
1: Like you're supposed to be her friend and that's your response <laughs> she doesn't want to be white trash or something like that I don't give a fuck Like you're, you're white you're alright <laughs> you're winning I'm sorry I don't think that's how the white trash people feel <laughs> no the, probably white tr- not. the white trash people probably aren't so happy about the situation
0: <laughs> yeah yeah that wasn't a good friend move no yeah. <laughs> I mean Very none cavalier. of them like,
1: yeah at, well at least several moments in this movie everyone's kind of a bad friend to each other
0: women are some catty bitches
1: I tell you what women I if I had a Pound for every bloody woman. No, go on. I'd be rich. I don't know. <laughs> I'd have a few. I'd have a few pounds.
0: Uh-huh. did you have anything else?
1: Here? Oh yes. So this is where uh, Nancy's back at her home. Home. oh my God! Did I just do a Baltimore accent?
0: <laughs> Listen, honorable
1: I'm ashamed of myself.
0: <laughs>
1: Good. All right, there's mommy smoking with Ray. Ray. Come on. Uh, we can almost see through this thing.
3: Leave me alone! Jesus! God.
1: Getting a little rapey with uh, Nancy. i act
3: like a father to the girl. Ooh, I ain't her father. Thank God. Her father's the one who paid you the 50 bucks for a quick bang in the back seat. Hey! Yeah. Ah, no! Ah. Don't, you, Don't ever you ever hit adventure. me! Stop. No! What the hell is that? Oh my god! Oh god! Oh. Pink. Ah,
1: pink. oh. Ray's going down. He's got a uh, heart attack.
3: Ray? Hey, hey, hey,
1: hey. Oh yeah, Ray's going down. All right, so I just wanted to comment that uh, uh, I lived in conditions that were not dissimilar from uh, what she has going on there. I lived in a tiny little shite home with a. You know, a tough living situation. Uh, And so I understand the rage that uh, little Nancy's feeling here. Don't know that I would have used my powers as she did Mm -hmm. had I had them.
0: So I think this is a good caution to making blind wishes, I'll say, because her wish was basically to pull herself out from that environment. And so by blindly doing that, you know, she obviously didn't know about ray and the life insurance policy that he had but
1: i'm sure she's not upset about that
0: no and you know it was a life-changing amount of money for them
1: what was he did they ever say
0: uh i think just the boyfriend of
1: no i know but like what what was his job why did he have so much cash yeah he he
0: did seem to have a very high uh, life insurance policy
1: yeah what the heck's going on there I don't know. Maybe it was the magic It just kind of fudged some numbers in the background. <laughs>
0: yeah, he only signed up for a high plan, didn't realize it. <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, yeah, I just thought that was interesting character building for her. Like you get to know a little bit of her home life and it was pretty intense.
0: Yeah, there was the other scene where they were having um, a fight during a storm and it basically looked like she was putting herself through some kind of water torture because like the water was dripping onto her bed and she was just letting it tap intermittently onto her forehead
1: oh i don't remember that
0: it was towards the beginning oh like we we had another peek at her her home life there
1: was apparently a scene that was cut out but it was in the script uh of rochelle's character or rochelle is the character of her parents and we get to see that they're very like boring people and we see i think we do see her house at some point that it's very rich and kind Mm -hmm. of a nice place and so her motivation was apparently that she was bored. And that's why she went, wanted to become a witch and was in with this crowd and wanted to do this stuff, just because she wanted a more exciting life.
0: I mean, sure. I mean,
1: that's, that's a Disney princess motivation right there.
0: <laughs> when will my life begin?
1: Exactly. You know, didn't, that was uh, Jasmine's thing.
0: Mm-hmm. She was
1: tired of being cooped up in the, the palace.
0: Rapunzel's thing.
1: Rapunzel's thing. Snow White.
0: Well, Snow White was kind of forced out.
1: I mean, it's been so long since I've seen snow. I, I probably haven't seen it since I was six or seven.
0: So the evil queen sends her out on her birthday with the huntsman who is supposed to cut out her heart and bring it back in. Um, he loses his gumption to do it. And so she um, loses his bottle. Basically, it's like, I'm going to kill a deer. I can't kill you. I'm going to pretend the deer's heart is your heart. And you're going to go run and live in the forest and save yourself. and Don't come back.
1: Wait, what? What? whoa. whoa, whoa. That was in the the original cartoon?
0: So, I forget.
1: I honestly can only remember, like, a scene of the dwarves walking and whistling. Mm -hmm. I can remember a... Hi-ho. 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 It's off to work we go. (laughs) Hi-ho. 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 Anyway, um, I remember that. I remember the evil lady going into her trap door. Mm -hmm. Offering an apple. Mm Mm-hmm and that's it
0: sorry in my head i just went did you ever see enchanted yes the (laughs) scroll
1: enchanted was the the kind of parody-ish movie
0: yeah the one with um basically the cartoons become real life
1: right yeah it's been a while for that i don't remember much but yeah i did see it at some point how do we get on this topic
0: Rochelle was bored and that's... What right,
1: that's the Din- Disney princess motivation. Yes. Roger that.
0: So uh, we're going back to the magic shop and we learn a little bit about the mythology of witch karma.
3: Sarah, wait, please, Sarah, please. Look, I don't know what's happening to me. I, I, I can't eat. I can't sleep.
1: Uh, can, can I help you? No, nobody can help me. That was just such an interesting delivery of that line because he, he was not afraid... Uh, that he was just caught by the father at all. Like, he's not intimidated, and he's not being intimidating. It's almost like he's just kind of glassed over. He's like, no, no one can help me.
0: He's under a spell. I know. It, spell. It
1: was a It was a good delivery. I like it. Hmm,
3: here again. What can I do for you today? We need provisions. I need to undo a love spell. When you open a floodgate, how do you undo it? You leave something with a the spell. There is no undoing. It must run its course. You should let him suffer. It's not for you to judge suffering. When are we going to find out what's behind the curtain?
0: Yeah, what are you doing back there,
3: Lillia? Uh, hiding all the missing kids from the neighborhood? <laughs> what's their black magic? True magic is neither black nor white. It's both because nature is both. Loving and cruel, all at the same time. (laughs) The only good or bad is in the heart of the witch. Life keeps a balance on its own. Do you understand? Not really.
1: (laughs) I'm dumb.
3: Whatever you send out, you get back times three. Wait, we didn't read that in any book. No, it's part of a basic spiritual truth said in many ways, in many faiths. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you.
1: Originally said by Rabbi Hillel, I believe, in uh, Babylonia.
3: I want to buy this book. You want to invoke the spirit? You must be experienced to do this. Is very dangerous. Look, lady, I'm a big girl, okay? I'm With a the candy, candy necklace. necklace. candy
1: necklace
0: on? <laughs> too much? 25. What do you
1: know? I mean, I don't judge her for having the candy necklace on. Heck, you know, I used to rock a candy necklace.
0: And I used to ro- uh, rock slappy bracelets. You slappy bracelets? Slappy bracelets.
1: What the heck is a slappy bracelet? You're talking about
0: a rubber band? No, so uh, they were basically rigid pieces of metalish plastic covered wrapped in like bright colored fabric and then you would slap them on Whoa. your wrist and whatever they were, they would
1: rigid pieces of metal or plastic with fabric around them. Yeah. Oh, 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 the type that was like, it was a straight, you, it was a straight would, thing that you could smack on your wrist and it would wrap around and stay there. Exactly. Gotcha.
0: It was hard to describe what I was trying to <laughs> <laughs> Cause like I never <laughs> dissected one to know exactly what the innards looked like.
1: Yeah. Yeah. No, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. I used to have those. They were That was kind of the original kind of fidget spinner. It wasn't a spinner, obviously, but it was a very fidgety kind of toy. You could just keep slapping it on yourself and taking it off.
0: Someone said the inside is a ruler. Oh, my God. <laughs> it makes sense it now. It does. <laughs>
1: uh, all right. So we're watching The Craft.
0: So we are watching the Call the Corner scenes. And, you know, there are all those rumors that we mentioned earlier about the weird things that happened during the filming Um and so the incantation that we're using was based on an actual spell, um, but as we discovered earlier, the witch on set um, made sure that they gave them a fake spell.
1: I believe I believe it's pronounced Wiccan, not witch on. Just uh, for your information.
0: Oh, thank you. All right, I'm screwing
3: around. Let's call the corners, shall we? Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the East. The powers of air and invention. Hear me. Us. Hear us. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the South. Powers of fire and feeling. Hear us. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers of the West. Powers of water and intuition. Hear us. Hail to the...
1: So if you could tap into the childlike brain of younger Allison... Uh, what were you thinking of them at this in this scene? Were you like, uh, were you worried for them that they were calling on powers that were uh, too intense for them to control, or were you just like, wow, you guys are cool?
0: I was still, wow, you guys are cool, and I didn't understand the gravity until the next scene where we see the aftermath of the invocation. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say that I was always like, I'm the North. I identify with the North. What was North? The uh, nature and mother and Oh, ah, you know.
1: okay, so even then you felt like you were a nurturer.
0: Mm-hmm. Interesting. I'm more identified with that versus um, that or water. Um, but I was never a south. I'm never fire type ever. Or so red. when you play
1: Pokemon's, what kind of what what type do you identify with? Not identify. What do you like to collect? So if you're playing through like a mainline Pokemon game, talking Pokemon Red, Gold, Pearl.
0: Electric or fairy? I like
1: electric. Mm-hmm. Fairy's kind of lame. Not gonna lie. I'm kind of lame. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you asked about me. That I'm kind of lame. I know. I just
1: wanted to fire a shot off the bow at you.
0: Which uh, of the watchtowers did you feel like you identified with? Uh, I, th- uh, also, I'm a Hufflepuff, so Hufflepuff <laughs> fairy type. It's all, it's all the thing.
1: Yeah, but you went with uh, electric, and electric's cool.
0: They have some very cute electric types.
1: Wow, Pikachu. I mean. Everyone chooses Pikachu as being the cutest, but he honestly is probably the cutest. Yeah. <laughs> I like Haunter, but I also like Gengar. Both of them are great.
0: I think Gengar is the more cuddly.
1: Gastly just looks like an egg.
0: Yeah, I'm dumb. not impressed by Gastly. I'm not
1: impressed by him. But I have to say, <laughs> all those evolutions, all of them except for, I think, the, the uh, fairy type are cute. They're yeah. all very good.
0: I, w- I would own all of them as friends. But
1: or pets. if but. you could choose, this was like the hardest question to ask me as a child.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But child? as a child... Which Pokemon, if you could choose just one Pokemon to be real and for you to have, which would it be? You could keep as a companion, as a compatriot. And I invite the listeners to join us on this idle conversation, this tangent that means nothing to the subject of this podcast.
0: Rapidash yeah. or... Oh. Vul- uh, what's the evolution Ninetales? of Vulpix? Ninetales. Ninetales, yeah. Rapidash or Ninetales. Good choices? Because... N- how beautiful is Ninetales?
1: Very. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Although, if Much I, better
0: if, than Stunkfish.
1: Although I would choose... <laughs> uh, Rapidash is good, but I, w- I don't know if I'd go Ninetales. Ninetales is good, but the I think I would go more... Like if I were going dog, I would go Arcanine.
0: Arcanine's pretty good also. Yeah.
1: Arcanine is big enough that you can ride him, mm-hmm. but he's doggy enough that he's a cute little dog.
0: And, you know, as far as the different animals, fire types typically are jerks but arcanine is never a jerk Mm -mm. at least not that i've experienced now snorlax is probably the snuggliest he's the closest that we're gonna get if he became real to a real totoro totoro which we'll watch eventually actually we'll have to do one purification movie after the halloween season like we did last time well it's weird science well, that that's a comedy film, but that one also has some problems in it. So we just need a good, pure, unproblematic uh-huh. film, and that may be Totoro. So
1: basically, once a year, we have to do a childlike movie.
0: And I'm going to challenge us to not swear or do any adult <laughs> things.
1: Do they not swear in Totoro?
0: No, it's a children's pure, angelic film.
1: Hmm. All right, so I have to say my favorite Pokemon mm-hmm. is Charizard.
0: He's kind of mean.
1: Well, the one that Ash has is mean, but that's because he's he's an inexperienced trainer and Charizard doesn't respect him. Yeah. Hello. Hello. So uh, what's your next timestamp unless you got more to say about this? Well, we, right didn't,
0: here? we didn't listen to any of the incantation. That oh. We <laughs> so, Guardians yes. Guardians of the Watchtowers of the North by the powers of
1: Mother and Earth, hear us. Is it just me or did she look a bit drugged out there?
0: A little bit and... Her hands are a little less ceremonial. They just kind of seem like...
1: Yeah, she looks like she's taking a bunch of heroin, and she's like, The listener of Mother Earth,
0: please hear my prayer. I can tell that you love Sarah the best. Hate her.
3: Aid us in our magical working on this May's Eve.
1: Also, I don't think it's ever rained more home. in L.A. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Ruler of deep... Of the bitter sea. Show us oh, the one boy. piece of trivia
1: that I did read about. The name Memel. Um, Memel. Menel, uh, Which w- is
0: spelled Manon.
1: Yeah, which is apparently, according to the super high califragilistic priest lady, said that uh, there is a Gaelic god, apparently, called Memenon, who is a sea god. Mm. So that she was like, well, Memel is very close to Mammonon, so maybe that's why the sea was overacting that day.
0: That in a convenience evidence to support your narrative for you daily?
3: (laughs) Show us your power. We pray of thee. We pray of thee. We invoke thee. Kill our, our cars. Kill our Ancient wise one, he just that way!
0: is lighting some spiritual candles. That's right.
1: Trying to do this podcast justice. That's a lot of necklaces.
0: They're all wearing a lot of jewelry. <laughs> and you'll notice after the scene, most of the other scenes are very much dark, or it's like this is a turning point for... Nancy and the other characters.
1: So I didn't think I'd have to bring up Bruce Almighty in this context, but I know how they accomplished him walking on water in that movie. And I'm wondering what method they used for this movie.
0: So this one, I think they just had, um, like, a they superimposed it. I don't think she's actually walking on water. I think Bruce Almighty, they put like clear boxes. In yeah. The
1: yeah. That's exactly right. That? And I, I think you're probably right. Cause her shadow looked weird on the waves. Yeah. But it still looked pretty good.
3: I can feel him running through my veins.
0: He's still in me. Oh boy. So amazing. And I like how it was different life. Like, in the line, it's one of each different type of shark.
1: (laughs) Got a hammerhead, got a great white. And I can't really tell what those other ones are.
0: They look different sized. On a bigger screen, it's a little more apparent.
1: Okay, lady. I can feel you with me.
3: No. Oh, <laughs> oh. You're your done now. He's
1: everywhere. He's in everything. So Ma'am, this next- is a Wendy's.
0: <laughs> <laughs> my next time stamp is 101.37. So just like you were saying before, How much of the hair scene freaked you out in the first scene? This one, to me, was worse. And, um, like, you can see her indecision. Like, do I touch my hair? I'm scared to touch. Like, her hand shaking. Just very well acted by Ben Stiller's wife.
1: And how sexist is it of us to be referencing her as she relates to her husband? She is her own person. I can't believe you would do this.
0: So I will say that I was going to call her Marsha um, because of she she was in the Brady Bunch movie, and that's what I associate oh, with her. I
1: associate her more with Dodgeball.
0: Okay. So that shows a little difference in her age. But how do you <laughs> identify Christine Taylor?
1: It, well, you said you watched her. Well, I watched a bit of the Brady Bunch, but you said she was in the movie?
0: Yeah, there's a comedy movie that's making fun of the Brady Bunch where they're all the Brady Bunch characters. And she was the beautiful, popular, older sister, Marsha.
1: Of course she was. Of course she was.
0: And she has... A, I've not seen the movie. There's the famous line where she's, you know, making fun of the middle child, uh, Jan. Sure, Jan. And so a lot of times, um, ladies will use that to tease each other. Like I think a, I've heard that. Yeah. Yeah. That's where it comes from. Gotcha. So Rochelle's walking upon Laura Lizzie, and she's almost completely bald now. Nobody
1: makes me slough my own hair. Nobody. She looks up. It just keeps out. Stop yanking on it. I don't understand
2: it. What did I do to deserve
1: this? I don't know, but wouldn't her parents have been like, let's go to the hospital. <laughs> Something's going on here.
0: Yeah, part of me wonders if they have and they just didn't. There's nothing physically wrong. There's no reason it should be happening.
1: I I guess, but I mean, how long has it been? Like a day?
0: And that's the thing. I don't know how long this is going on. Like, I think a couple of weeks.
1: Oh, you think? Yeah, I guess it's possible. She's been to a specialist in that time. Laura! What's the matter? What <laughs> What's the matter? I can't see anything that could possibly be
0: wrong. Well, I mean, that's kind of her new normal. So, like, did something new happen? Is, I guess what...
1: As she clutches strands and tresses of her hair. Mm-hmm. Weeping over them. What
0: else would you ask when you run up?
1: I'd say, it's okay. You're going to be all right. I love you. And that sort of thing. I wouldn't be, what's wrong? Oh, do I need to reset this for you? My hair's falling out.
0: (laughs) It's not my job to tell you what is apparent in this moment. I am panicking.
1: (laughs) Also, I've been telling you this for days. You need to stop forgetting.
0: (laughs) I look like riffraff. (laughs) She kind of does yeah, a little bit. Ben it's, Stiller it's is married way, to riffraff. The way that fact kind of falling out is very much in the style of riffraff. Yeah. I do like dead. that. Her
1: reflection is slightly delayed here.
0: Oh, I think that was intentional. Cause yeah. I mean, yeah.
1: Obviously. Yeah. You can actually see where they pause it for a brief moment. It starts to blur a little bit on her face or not blur, but like a uh, ghost trails.
0: See, I didn't take it as just slowing down or pausing. I think she, like, because normally if you look at a mirror, you look at yourself. But her reflection wouldn't even look back at her. So I think there's like a guilt association there.
1: Oh, I just mean technically how they did it. Oh, okay. But you, you, What do you mean?
0: So I think what that scene was symbolizing was like some sort of guilt for what she had done.
1: You may be right. I took it to mean, well, I, I guess it's not incongruous with what you just said, but that there was an imbalance. Because I think someone mentioned balance.
0: Yeah. The um, Lyrio.
1: So that was a, another part of herself that was in. A, Disarray. A, yeah. In imbalance to itself.
0: And I'm going to say this is where Nancy really has a turning point where she can no longer go back. Now. I realizing Ray was actually her first technical victim, but I don't know how much of that she took ownership of what happens between her, Chris and Sarah. I think she was fully in power of. And so I think she, this is the turning point for her, for her character of not being able to go back.
1: So this is the moment when she's raping, uh, Chris, Chris. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, it was a weird scene. Because it's usually when something like this happens, it's usually not treated as rape when it's against a man, mm-hmm. because no, nobody really treats it that way. There's like, okay, stop, he's had enough, whatever. He, you freaked him out is what they That's what she says. You freaked him out, not you've raped him.
0: Well, because <laughs> I think they were just making out at that point, like they hadn't got to the point of intercourse.
1: I think that's correct, yeah. but still, that's- it,
0: it's still bad. Because, like, it would have gotten there had she not walked in when she did. That's
1: like Freaky friday If you Freaky Friday with somebody and then you kiss somebody under the guise, that's, it's...
0: It, it's an assault, definitely. Assault, yeah,
1: I guess yeah, assault yeah. is a better term. I don't know. Yeah. But, uh, anyway, it, it's not treated that way when it's against Tim. Not, I'm not saying he's a good guy. But it's also weird that What's-Her-Face Sarah didn't seem as upset as I thought she would be.
0: Uh, I think she was... she
1: likes him. She wanted revenge on him, I guess, but she also still likes him.
0: I mean, I don't think she knew how this scene was going to play out. And at that point, she was just like, please, let's go, Nancy. Please, let's go. Right.
1: So they're getting hot and heavy and such. (laughs) You're a witch.
3: They were right. They usually are. Nancy, come on. Get off the bed. Let's go. She's a witch too, you know. I mean, the only reason you're in love with her is because she cast a spell on you.
2: No. And now you're yes.
3: mine. Sad but true. That's why I'm here. To help you forget about him. What do you care? Nancy, get off the bed. Look, you scared the shit out of him. Thank you very much. Let's go. No. He's got to pay. You're just jealous.
0: Wrong word choice.
3: Jealous.
1: Of what? Yes, jealous because I won.
3: Exist to me. You don't even exist. You are nothing.
0: You are
3: shit. You don't exist.
1: She's floating, dragging her little feetsies.
3: Women is by treating them like whores. When you're the whore, and that's gonna stop. Understand? understand what I'm saying?
2: I'm sorry. He's sorry. Oh, he's sorry. Sorry, sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry.
0: Sorry, buddy. <laughs> so in that scene where her head's shaking, Yum. there was no trick photography there. That was just her. It seemed that way. So he just got pushed out of a window by an invisible force and fell to his death.
1: And so passes a great man. Uh, well, not not so great. A good man. Well, not good. Uh, so passes, so a, passes man. a man. Poor so passes a man. So
0: passes a man.
1: Well, so passes a boy. So passes a person. Yes. Do you think she was jealous?
0: Yes. Okay. I think part of her is Jealous of Sarah in general. Sarah had yes. natural power. Um, she had a better relationship with her parents, it would seem, or her dad.
1: I like that they didn't put as obvious or explicit a finger on that as they could have.
0: Yeah, th- there's just a general jealousy.
1: Yeah, I like that. I mean, I like how they play it anyway.
0: My next is 125.50. <laughs> this scene just made me laugh because Nancy's all, you know, ballsy, hot to trod, thinking she's the master of this and then her friends rush out and she's like, where, where are you going? shall
3: <laughs> go upstairs, see what's going on. No, this whole thing is just, no, no. Get your lady ass up those stairs or I'll slit your throat! Just as dead as she is. Come on, I'll go with you. Little shit. Hail to the guardians of the watchtowers north. The powers of mother and earth. I invoke thee. I invoke thee.
1: You know, this kind of proves that they didn't need to do the whole rituals they did before mm-hmm. to get it to work. Or to they that they would need all of them, because she just does it here, lying on her back in her broom by herself.
0: Yeah. Well I will say that she also is made to seem more powerful intuitively. Mm, fair. So this is where we see the revenge of three times three, but it's all in clamor.
1: Fair, true.
3: It's coming back times three. Not again. What happened? Where are you going? Where are you going? (laughs)
0: <laughs> so one thing I will say is there is a mashup where it's her face and then also Tim Curry's face from Rocky Horror Picture Show, and they look so similar.
1: <laughs> I think you showed that to me before yeah. <laughs> I'd seen this, and it, it did look very similar. They've got similar mouths. Mm-hmm. He's got a very wide mouth like she has.
0: So my, uh, my last time clip is one thirty four oh five, but I think yours may come before that.
1: Right. So here Simpod is attacking Sarah. Until
0: she- Nancy? Baruza? <laughs> None of those sound like Simpod. I don't know why I said Simba. Simpod.
1: I honestly I had not taken in by the time I had typed this note I had not taken in anybody's name. <laughs> and so I I wasn't even trying to guess. I was just my mind was like, "All right, make up a name." And that's what happened. Simpod. Simpod was attacking Sarah. I had Sarah. Until she was hit with a dresser. And I really liked the Santa Claus moment.
0: <laughs> She's gonna become the next natural witch?
1: Yeah. Why, Sarah?
3: Sarah.
1: Sarah. She's digging through the stuff, the rubble, where the dresser flattened Sarah. And we see Sarah's clothes displayed there as if she just poofed out of existence. And I just wanted to say at this moment, and in fact did when I was watching it, she's naked somewhere.
0: Mm-hmm. Tricky, 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 tricky. That's a sound effect.
1: Yeah, I didn't notice it until I was in the headphones. Ah! 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 Uh. Get bodied, as (laughs) I believe the kids say.
0: Do the kids say that?
1: Probably. I bind you now.
0: So this is my next timestamp, so we might as well just right. keep it going. So the battle is won, and Sarah won. Yep. And Agree.
3: Sarah? Hi, Sarah, how see, are you? See, look
1: how much taller than uh, her she is. But then again, I wasn't sure if that was heels. Do we see her feet? I don't think we do.
0: I will say that I had a dress very similar to Bonnie's. That t-shirt dress was all the range.
1: Oh, yeah. Kind of get the feet. It doesn't look like she's in heels. We can kind of see the heel here. It
0: kind of look like flat booties.
3: Hi, Sarah, how are you? Good. Then again, I can sleep at night, so... How are you? We want to apologize. I like her jacket. I like this whole situation. feel really bad about trying to kill me? Yeah. Honestly, we never thought it would go that far. Hi, girls, how you doing? Hi, Hi, Mr. Mr. Bailey. Bailey. Oh. And you know that thing on TV about the plane crash was just a glamour. I mean, it was a practical joke. Funny. <laughs> Sarah, wait. Um, we were just wondering. Do you do you still have any powers? Cause we don't. Sorry. So if you ever want to just hang out, they're such people. not or, or yeah. call the corners. Maybe. Hold your breath until I call. She probably doesn't have any powers anyway.
1: She's not a good leader for us to rally around. Uh Uh-oh. Sarah's summoning the powers of Skull
2: And Thor and Zeus.
1: She strikes down a branch. Pretty impressive, Sarah. Be careful.
3: You don't end up like Nancy.
1: Ooh, that's a hell of a threat. Yeah. That's threat of violence.
0: Well, and mental and psychological torture. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It binding Nancy, how much of that caused her to go crazy and how much of the craziness was already part of her.
1: Yes. In that respect, I think Nancy is a pitiable figure.
0: A little and She never had a chance, really. Like, she...
1: Yeah, terrible home life. Gothic makeup. I don't know.
0: <laughs> Gothic makeup. <laughs> that made her a bad person. Yeah, probably. <laughs> no.
1: In fact, definitely. No, no. Yeah, yeah. Gothic people are just worse.
0: I disagree. I think Gothic people are lovely. So? Any Gothic people I've met have always just been truly, truly lovely people.
1: I mean, talk to Matt's brother. He, I have. He, he committed many... Uh, war crimes he was uh, arm in arm with henry kissinger back in the day
0: anyway so this has been a-
1: <laughs> was that too historically political
0: <laughs> oh that's too far <laughs> that is that too far excuse me is that your for you? is that
1: your line <laughs> well who is that Kennison? i think that was Kennison. no it was bill hicks i think it's like oh that's where i lost you
0: <laughs> oh i was like eddie izzard when he was uh miming punting puppies <laughs> he's like oh no, that's right
1: if yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not real <laughs> yeah i
0: think so on i think six years back maybe he came to baltimore um, the hippodrome i believe yeah i went with my mom and one of my friends for my birthday and zach went with his was it dad. a
1: coincidence did we like chat he, about this beforehand
0: no it was just a coincidence because wow. you got much better seats
1: True that. Yeah, yeah we were f- f- further forward. You
0: had like some kind of uh, members perk with a credit card or something that got your dad access to. Oh, your did six?
1: we? Yeah. I don't even remember that part. Oh, we did I, have pretty good seats, though.
0: Yeah, and um, all I remember is we were watching the the stand up, and four people, myself included, in the audience got really scandalized when <laughs> Eddie Isher mimed kicking a puppy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and <laughs> it wasn't like like abusing kicking a puppy. I think he was punting it into the distance, sort yeah, of thing,
0: and, and like creating wigs. Like it was just making fun of one of the Kings of England. And he, and he is just like, um, am I miming too good? For you? <laughs> like, <laughs> I've that never was a had really people this upset about. <laughs> <miming>.
1: <laughs> well, no, so that, that was a good moment. I was talking about when Bill Hicks, Bill Hicks is always talking about like somewhat offensive stuff, almost trying to push the audience away, like with his uh, uh, aggression and assertiveness. And there was one, uh, I think there's a video of it on YouTube where like in the middle of his act, a woman gets up and walks out and he's like, oh, that was too far. That's what set you <laughs> off.
0: <laughs> like he's just
1: been talking about a bunch of other crazy stuff that didn't bother you, but that was the line.
0: No. Okay.
1: As long as I know where your line is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I'm ready to go into the award ceremony act four.
1: All right. All right. So hear me. ceremony, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So Rose Award. Mm-hmm. Who do you give it to?
0: So I what I like to do yeah. before we start issuing the awards because this has kind of come up. oh yes, yeah, so
1: we have to establish our baseline of what what is it the means. point of the story? Yeah
0: okay So
1: the hero journey, if you will. the
0: hero's journey. Um, so I was trying to identify that and so what I came up with and I'm gonna see if you agree with me or not right. um, is the the point of the story. Is a natural witch, unaware of her powers, having to conquer personal demons and self-doubt in order to step into her own power. Um, So that being said, my rose was going to go to Sarah.
1: I'm on board with that being the hero journey. So who do you think was the most instrumental in completing the hero journey? I said Lyrio. Without Lyrio, she dies.
0: That's true. Lirio is the one who convinced Sarah to invoke the spirit because it doesn't always take you to a dark place.
1: And without Lirio and her bookshop or her shop of oddities and uh, uh, occult, Mm -hmm. she wouldn't have had the information. She wouldn't have had the resources. So I give it to Lirio.
0: In a way, the whole coven. Because without the coven, she would have just gone on to be a regular high schooler.
1: She would have dated... uh, Dreamy Eyes uh, Skeeter.
0: Or he would have just said the rumor and would have stuck with that and she just would have gotten over it eventually and completed high school like anyone else.
1: Do you think she would have joined the uh, the glee club?
0: You know, we never saw the glee club here. I don't know if how they were.
1: I don't think Christians have glee clubs. I don't think there's enough glee in that religion. <laughs> I they've, got, they've got a somber club.
0: And these are Catholics, which are, you know, the even more stricter of the
1: Christians. Right, so they've got a very strict somber club. You've got to go she in there. She would
0: have been president of the sombers.
1: You think so? Yeah. You think she's somber enough? Probably. Yeah, I could see her in the somber club. Uh, uh, so you're giving it to?
0: So uh, if if not giving it to Sarah herself, I would say the coven because the coven, if that didn't exist, she wouldn't have met Lyrio and uh, wouldn't have gone on the journey.
1: So the coven as a whole, mm-hmm. you're trying to give the uh, Rose Award to?
0: If not Sarah. If I had to say not Sarah.
1: No, you don't have to say not, Sarah.
0: I'm torn now. I think the coven. So three people? Three as a unity. Like they are one force.
1: She was already uh, swiveling her pencil around in a French class.
0: And alluded to making herself go deaf temporarily.
1: So I think she was already on the, the right track for discovering her powers. And eventually I think she would have come across Lirio and Lirio would have helped her.
0: Maybe. But those are unknowns.
1: I, yes, that's true, but I think with uh, even gentle extrapolation, I think we can get there. So I give to Illyrio, you give to the coven. The audience will have to decide which of us is more correct.
0: Vote on the RTR.
1: RTR. We should actually put a poll up when we drop this episode.
0: Who is the rose?
1: Uh, Thorn award. Who do you give it to, Sarah?
0: Self-doubt is the thorn
1: yeah we gotta give it to a person Mm.
0: so I I said yes the obvious choice would be those that challenge Sarah aka her coven or Nancy however without her coven Sarah would have just been a normal teenager in their high school years Uh, her name uh, would have been marred by Chris Hooker and then uh, she would likely have just graduated and moved beyond it all so I, I don't know I think that her own self doubt was stopping her from stepping into her hero's journey
1: I don't know if we have. And if we have, I think it's a rare occurrence. I try to always make it. I try not to even have it something that was that's in the collection of people or an idea or someone that wasn't in the movie because I think at one point we were thinking about giving it to
0: society. Yes. Because I think we did in one of the recent episodes about oranges and fruits and things. Not so so bad later after all. when you're listening to this and you're wondering why your voice is slightly changed, you'll know that it's because you're miming smoking because you really want to get into it.
1: I think that smoking is just so cool. It
0: isn't. You're wrong. Yeah.
1: This, the cool kids all smoke and you can't argue with that fact.
0: And they all die early of cancer.
1: There's no evidence. I mean, there's evidence that smoking, on average, yes, uh, shortens one's life. But the cool kids don't die because they're cool.
0: Who is your thorn? Sarah. Okay.
1: Yep. Um, I think Sarah, using her magic to romantically entangle herself with Chris, the douchiest fella possible...
0: Were there no better pickings at that school?
1: ...is on her. (laughs) Like, that's her fault for being dumb. Uh, you
0: can't help who you like,
1: sure, but you can understand intellectually that that's a bad choice mm-hmm. and not magically entangle yourself with that person. You would think in fact, I would, and she should have. and the fact that she didn't mean she gets my thorn award.
0: Who do you love? Because
1: without him in the picture, the fracture between her and the Natasha Yar, Nancy Nancy wouldn't have happened,
0: so is Chris Hooker really your thorn?
1: Nah, he was, uh, he was a bit player. He was He's a pawn. A he was a pawn. He's nothing. He's dirt. He's shit on the bottom of my heel. Uh, Nancy, on the other hand, is a very crucial part of this puzzle. And the fracture was between her and Sarah. So I think Sarah was the reason for that fracture. Uh, little Hooker Boy was merely a pawn.
0: Who did you love?
1: I said Bonnie, but that's because I had their names mixed up. Nancy, <laughs> <laughs> you loved her so much. <laughs> I'm bad with names. That's yeah. just how it is.
0: So I also picked Nancy or Faruza. Um, I think that she just did a phenomenal job showing that that old trope of the power corrupting and absolute power corrupting absolutely. Like, just I loved the way that she like leaned into the crazy.
1: Oh, absolutely! I thought her performance was very fun. And just as a character, she was very engaging. I liked her punk rock lifestyle.
0: It's hard not to look at her when she's on screen. Yeah. Because like, she even just- from
1: a graphic design standpoint, there's a lot of contrast in her face because very, very pale skin, probably accentuated with makeup. Uh, and also the eyeliner and everything like that, super dark hair and the, the lipstick and everything, just a very cool look and uh, yeah, attractive to the eye. Not not a, not in, like, attractive that way, but graphic design-wise, it literally attracts the eye.
0: Yeah, she just has more unique features, so she stands out a bit. Yeah. Who did you hate?
1: Uh, ben Stiller's wife, obviously, for being a racist pile of garbage.
0: So I said both Chris Hooker and Laura Lizzie, uh, a.k.a. Catholic school bullies. I think they just reminded me so much of the bullies in my high school that I just have to hate them.
1: I didn't really get bullied in high school. You're lucky. I don't think I got bullied at any point in my schooling career.
0: You're very lucky.: Yeah. It's something that, you know, the psychological scars still hang about.
1: But I guess I saw
0: bullying happen. Did you interfere or would you?
1: I don't know that I ever did. Maybe I did once. I can't remember. I got into a fist fight with somebody, but it was kind fist of the cuffs.: I got into it was kind of a fake fight, but it was real. Um it was a guy that I had known since elementary school. Uh and I don't remember how it started. It started as like a play fight, but it ended like we were both like actually taking punches at each other. Mm-hmm.
0: Um did but either of you get in trouble?
1: No. And then it just ended and we were like, All right, see you <laughs>
0: <laughs> That is the worst and best fight story I've ever heard.
1: <laughs> it's very strange. Um but other than that, yeah, no, I think that was the only instance of actually getting into a fight with anybody. I and I don't remember if I like started that because he was bullying somebody. I genuinely don't remember how that started.
0: Very weird.
1: Yeah. Anyway. But uh good they were good bullies. No, I'm talking um, about Ben Stiller's oh, wife and uh <laughs> Hooker.
0: Yeah, no, um just not good people. And so it's hard to the movie did an interesting job of trying to make you feel empathy for them, but it's hard to feel empathetic for a racist.
1: Uh, no, I mean, you, I, I think that the human mind, you, I think that it's reasonable to, to be able to feel sorry for someone who has fallen.
0: Mm-hmm. And I you, mean,
1: I guess there are limits, like if uh, Hitler's on the ground.
0: Could you shoot baby Hitler?
1: Baby Hitler? If I have the ability to intervene in baby Hitler's life... I would not shoot him. I would intervene in another way.
0: Yeah, I I feel like part of me thinks if he was taken from the nursery and raised differently, there could have been different outcomes. Yeah, but I mean, there are, there that's are people nurture versus nature.
1: The, the, there's one percent of the population, roughly, that is born psychopathic, mm-hmm. and they just that's a it's a mental disorder. So there's not much that raising them differently can do. So it's possible that he was that one percent and it's possible that he wasn't so raising him i would try that if it turns out that he was uh beyond reach shoot him
0: i so i struggle with that i think i would do your approach of trying to raise him a different way and-
1: but uh, let's say you you meet him when he's 25 he's not yet to become the fiora he's got a, he's got a bigger mustache at this time
0: I struggle with that because I don't know that I'm capable of taking a human life.
1: Even in adult form, do you think you'd be able to take his life?
0: That would be a really big struggle for me, just to harm anyone. It would be something I would ask.
1: No doubt it'd be a struggle. Could you do it?
0: I think it would be a snap decision in that moment. And I think mm. good answer. if I did do it, if I did kill him, that would be something that would plague me for the rest of my life. It would haunt me forever.
1: Yeah. No, no doubt. I think that's a good answer. That's a very honest answer.
0: It's everyone wants to say they'll do it. Yeah. But at the end of the day.
1: I'm sure. Yeah. No, I, I was joking earlier. I'm sure I would. It would be very similar to what you just said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's. I don't know that I could pull the trigger. I just. And, and as much as I'd want to, I would live with the turmoil of my decision or indecision. And I think that would kill me mm. either way.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, I, I think that on a, on a psychological level, I would be in a very similar place. I think that I have a little bit more certainty that I would do it, mm-hmm. but I know that I would be bothered by it for the rest of my life.
0: And this has been theology and... Uh,
1: <laughs> uh, definitely psychology.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So ratings. Yes. So rating sh-
1: wise, uh, gen- I, I said that the genre was supernatural high school drama.
0: Oh, I said scary emotional witches.
1: Not that the the witches were scary. They were just scary emotional.
0: (laughs) The PMS rampant.
1: (laughs) Rampant. I believe she even comments on that in the beginning of the movie.
0: Great. I'm getting my rag. My bag. I hate that expression.
1: I do too. It sounds nasty. It
0: sounds gross. I mean, it's already not a very fun Experience, but mm-hmm. rag. <laughs> so let, let's say su- I like supernatural suspense uh, as a maybe better supernatural scary. I said
1: supernatural high school drama.
0: I like it. Let's go with it.
1: <laughs> Sorry, I'm. You're the, fake smoking the smoking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Literally, what that was.
1: <laughs> the role play has gotten too deep.
0: So I will say as yeah. of warning. Mm-hmm. This is going to be one of those movies where I have a little bit of my rosies on because this has been such a fundamental part of my stop looking at my stuff. Oh, I'm not allowed to look at yours. Well,
1: only when it's quiz time. Okay. Quiz time.
0: It's not the quiz time, but no. we're beyond the quiz time. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so um this is gonna be a situation where I do have my rosies on a little bit. So I'm just be prepared.
1: I'm prepared.
0: Because this is one that I grew up with and I keep coming back to. It's one that's kind of stayed with me. And it's become kind of, I'll say, an iconic film.
1: I think a live stream would be fun for us.
0: It's almost like we should do that for fundraising. I agree with you. <laughs> I think it
1: would honestly be fun to live stream episodes. Just regular episodes.
0: And then we would just uh, do a recording of it to release as a podcast. Or yeah, well, yeah.
1: The what the audio recording could just be put out as a podcast and mm-hmm. the video version of it on YouTube or whatever.
0: If we do that, I do want to uh, get some ooh girl uh, cat headphones.
1: Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> ooh! Oh god, <laughs> I've never even actually heard that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, ooh, this uh, Allison. Oh god, no! Don't do that.
0: Let's get into the genre. Ooh, good. <laughs>
1: You've got a good voice for <laughs> podcasting. I don't think you need to ruin it that way.
0: <laughs> ooh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> so I gave it an 8 out of 10.
1: For Supernatural High School Drama?
0: Mm-hmm. All right,
1: fine. Well, I gave it a 7 out of 10.
0: Okay. Either- Although I
1: don't know what to compare it to. Supernatural High School Drama?
0: So Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Uh, Charmed? Charmed. I haven't seen that, though. Um... Weird Science, Bewitched. which you haven't seen. I haven't Bewitched? seen that. Oh, wait, what? Wait, wait hang Bewitched. on, whoa. Hang on, Bewitched is not, uh, is, that, that, that's adults.
1: Is Wait, but. Oh,
0: oh, sorry, my nail's long, so I really. Yeah, I you stabbed should. me. Why'd you do it?
1: <laughs> no, but uh, Weird Science is Supernaturally?
0: It's, I don't know anything uh, that, about that's this That's more Skiffy.
1: Skiffy? Uh, sci-fi. Oh, Siffy.
0: Um, so, Buffy. Skiffy. Buffy.
1: i also haven't seen that though
0: but maybe you will too all
1: right um well so i don't have a whole lot of a baseline for that Ooh, lost boys lost boys yeah so this is definitely under lost boys come on now it's lost boys and this is not as good or at least i don't love it as much i would agree with that good clink clank patty wank wizard hands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just know every time we say pink, pink, patty clank. (laughs) (laughs) Pink,
1: pink, patty clank, wizard hands.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're doing our special super secret uh, high five, which will make more sense if we do live stream.
1: Exactly. We'll get to debut it. (laughs) Speaking of, so we're doing a podcast about the craft.
0: Yes. So I gave it the eight and, and recognize that that's probably... Largely nostalgia. You said seven for genre. Seven, yeah. Because you just couldn't possibly rate it higher than you did Lost Boys, Lost Boys. Because you found that to be the superior film.
1: Yeah, well, did I, for Lost Boys, my genre must have been 10.
0: So, um, directing.
1: I gave it five out of 10. Mm-hmm. I said that the pros, there were a few shots that were interesting or lovely in some way. But uh, mostly everything was just very average feeling, directing wise. And, uh, I didn't understand why they set up the snake guy to not follow it up really at all.
0: Isn't that more of a problem with the writing?
1: It is a little bit, but I think also directing wise, cause he could have just not, he or she, who, I don't know who the director was, could have cut that out.
0: Andrew Fleming. Uh, I actually lowered my score a little bit and just speaking with you and, and agree, um, on the five out of 10 rating scale, uh, you know, sadly, I do think there could have been more if Fleming had not been shooting for that PG-13 rating and mm-hmm. also had a bigger budget, um, you know, could have shored up a couple of different things differently. Um, but yeah. I mean, it, w- it was good. It just wasn't Taxi Driver. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's not Taxi Driver for as far as directing. He was no Scorsese.
0: And not with that attitude anyway.
1: No, he'll never be with that kind of attitude. <laughs>
0: uh, so Music.
1: Uh, so I, I feel like I'm divergent from you. I uh, give it a two.
0: So I actually really liked the music um, that was used in the film. You know, there was definitely a lot of definitive uh, '90s flavor to it, which I happen to really like. Some of the the grunge, um, uh, some of the like kind of Massey Star kind of more alternative, uh, folky music. I kind of like the blend that they had going of gothy, you know, alternative folky.
1: See, I think my problem was I was not... I never took it in. So I I think that was my fault more than the movies. And now that you've mentioned those things, I'm thinking back and remembering those songs, and I did like them. So I think I would change my rating. Um, Because I was trying to think of, like, the theme song.
0: Yeah, the theme song is less kind of identifiable. Like, there there was... um,
1: there's kind of a theme when she comes back when she's been inhabited by Lilith mm-hmm. or m- Menon. Monoloth. What? Venom. Venom.
0: Venom. Venom. Venom.
1: Speaking of, you didn't see Venom with us the other day. Have you seen it yet? Not yet, no. Can I tell you what I think? Sure. Well, it was better than the first one. I really liked it.
0: I'm glad because I didn't really love the first one that much. I didn't much. either.
1: I thought the first one was actually bad. Me
0: too. So it wasn't as...
1: second one's good though. I really enjoyed it.
0: And I do love Woody. So
1: Woody Harrelson was very good. Uh, you I'm know, interested in Carnage. Tom Hardy. I always ask for him when I get a haircut. So uh,
0: I will have the hard man, please. I
1: would have Mr. Hardy. <laughs> so I think I would change my music to uh, 6.5.
0: That's pretty good of a jump. Yeah. I do challenge you to listen to the soundtrack independently and see how you feel. See,
1: that's why I think that the actual music was good why I rated it so low is because I was trying to think of the theme song, and I only really remember the theme well which I think was the theme during that scene that i that I brought up with her in uh, monolith
3: mm-hmm.
1: or monolith was in her, and it was like kind of a synthy sort of thing, which sounded like it could have been good if they had run with that more, but it sounded very weak. It just didn't sound like it was very well developed,
0: yeah, and I was going with like a lot of the music placement overall versus like the set score for the film, yeah, yeah, so um. I guess that But the score,
1: I mean, but the 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 soundtrack, the music that they include is part of it. So that's why I jumped my score up a lot.
0: Yeah. So writing.
1: Uh writing-wise, I was tempted to give it a worse score than this. But it's it was not mechanically terrible. You know, so I give it a 5 out of 10. Uh because the characters were <laughs> m- what?
0: I rated mine how I did based on the fact that it deserved higher than wax work. (laughs) That's actually what was in my
1: head too. I was like, it's better than wax work. And I think, yeah, I need to adjust my uh, scale in my head because wax work is near the bottom and, you know, what, what's been near the top as far as screenwriting?
0: Taxi Driver was one of your top ones yeah. so far. Um.
1: So, yeah, something like that, which is just obviously very well thought out, you know, symbolism and, and such. And this is very middle of the road. It's not terrible. Mm-hmm. You know, the characters were mostly engaging. Their mo- motivations mostly made sense. Mm-hmm. Except for Sarah wanting to be with a uh, skater.
0: Yeah, that, that was a whole whole thing.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And who the hell was the snake guy? And why was he important?
0: Yeah. You know, I I struggled to write the score on this because I wanted to be fair. You know, generally speaking, and I'll probably get a lot of flack of that. And I want everyone to remember, I'm a big fan of horror. I love horror movies. Yes. But writing for horror movies can be and tends to be. Almost always is. Very simple. Um, You know, from a creative writing standpoint, there doesn't really need to be a lot of gotcha from a a horror movie. Um, And this is
1: always my go-to when talking about a good example of horror or, like, a quality horror, and that's The Shining, and that had good writing. I mean, it was based on a uh, Stephen King book, so Mm -hmm. they had a lot of source material.
0: Let's hope you're not Kubrick-biased.
1: I am not biased in any way. Kubrick is just a genius, and people have to deal with that.
0: You know, this is a simple story, but I enjoyed the use of the Wiccan pagan lore and um, identified... With the characters and their struggles with what happens during adolescence, it's a very insecure time.
1: I should say, to the credit of the directing, that I did like the aesthetic. Mm -hmm. I liked the the gothic aesthetic. And when it was just about high school, I thought that they did a good job of portraying the interesting aesthetic of a high school, the accoutrement. I liked going into the occult store. Things looked very cool there. So, yeah, I think that they, they tacked together or cobbled together a lot of interesting aesthetics for the movie.
0: How did you feel about the acting? It was basic. <laughs> yeah, <You're> basic.
1: <laughs> the acting was basic. And I don't, and I think I've never used that word Mm-mm. in that context.
0: It's middle of the road for you.
1: It's very middle of the road. Yeah, I thought that uh, who I was uh, trying to call Bellany for a while, Who what's, Nancy, she was good. She was good. Um, I thought everybody else was okay. And Sarah was bad. <laughs> <laughs> she was lame. It was just lame acting.
0: Yeah, I, I did give it a four out of ten. Um, you know, overall the ensemble cast did a fine job, nothing Oscar worthy of note. But it was fine. Yeah. Um as an adult I definitely see more flaws in the performances than when I was younger. Um, and some of the more, shall I say, wooden choices of the characters, like just not as reacty or correctly reacted to certain things.
1: And maybe that's why I liked uh, Nancy. I, I liked her a lot. And maybe it was because she was reacting a lot. She had a lot of emotion. Mm-hmm. and
0: uh, All the time. She's at an 11.
1: Yeah. Well, not all the time. Like when she was at the their little r- ritual thing in the woods, I thought that she was playing that in a very subtle way. You know, you could tell that there was pain and she was conveying the pain, but it wasn't big. So I thought that I thought she did a good job. You know, not fantastic, again not Laurence Olivier, but I think she was the standout performance of the movie. Um everybody else aside from Sarah was yeah, all right. They yeah, were there. They were there. Uh Sarah was less than there. <laughs> she should have been there. So yeah, I gave it a 4 also.
0: What about your real?
1: All right, so but real rating?
0: I gave it a 4 out of 10. I
1: also gave it a 4 out of 10. Hey. Nick knack,
0: Patty Pattywack? Patty We've lost it. <laughs> no. We've lost it. I don't.
1: It's. Is it. Do we start with this? This, this, and then this. Okay, we got it again. We got it again. All right, nice. <laughs> we,
0: we have to listen back for what our cues were. <laughs>
1: yes, this, and then this, and then this, and then that.
0: <laughs> oh, I was talking about the time before that actually, like, slip slaps Paddywhack. <laughs> <Like, laughs> slip slaps Uh, What did you give it for a heart?
1: I gave it. Drum roll, please. That's going to sound real nice for people. Seven out of 10.
0: Hey. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah, I enjoyed it.
0: Nice. Yeah. I gave it a heart of eight, but I also have that more nostalgia flair with it. Mm-hmm.
1: And you predicted it to be a five and a five, I believe, although it says down there. Oh, no, that, that's, different. that's the future. Oh, OK.
0: Yeah, I said five and five.
1: Yep. Five and five. So I did worse on the reel <laughs> and better on the heart.
0: Well, there you go. How do you like that?
1: Yeah. I, well, I liked it clearly.
0: Will you watch it again?
1: <gasps> sure.
0: If it's on, you won't kick it off?
1: Yes. It's that sort of thing. Or if someone puts it on, I'll be excited to see it again. But it's not something that I'll search out for myself, probably. You're
0: not going to pay another rental fee.
1: I won't pay another rental fee. Yeah. (laughs) If you bought it for me and I had something like what I was talking about at the beginning of this episode, uh, which is the playlists for movies and TV shows, I would put it on a Halloween playlist. Mm -hmm. So I would have it play automatically for me, and I'd be happy about that. But I wouldn't go search it out personally. It's a weird sort of thing. It's like songs. I feel like there are some songs that I wouldn't be like, I need to hear this song right now. But if it were on a playlist, I'd be happy that I just heard it.
0: Okay. My opinions on it didn't really change. Um, My 12-year-old brain was made up about this film, and I just kind of hung on to my views on it.
1: It sounds like your 12-year-old self is kind of a bully.
0: A little bit. She's a brat.
1: She's kind of a brat. And i got to say that I think your 12-year-old self was uh, intruding a little bit today when we were talking to Matt (laughs) <laughs> uh you were being kind of an asshole, if i can be so blunt
0: be a what so blunt no but you said you were being kind of a
1: an um, asshole.
0: oh i heard an also i was like also what <laughs> you were also
1: being a jerk
0: <laughs> well you know because that wasn't the true man
1: it well oh. maybe not in your mind <laughs> all right. So, anyway, that was the true Matt and he's just different now so you need to be able to accept that, okay? okay. He's got a fake British accent and he doesn't hunt anymore. And
0: I'm sorry, Matt. I apologize. I was not prepared to Thank deal you. with all the emotions that came back Good. in that moment that I just I was taken aback and you know, I'll I'll talk to our producer about maybe not Blindsiding me so I could be more prepared for a real conversation.
1: Look, it was good podcasting and sometimes Axpen has to make those decisions that he's gonna get good reactions out of you. So but I'm glad you apologized. I'm sure Matt is happy. Actually, I'm not happy. Whoa, you're still here? Yes, I've
2: been hiding behind this pillar over here. And uh, I, I you just really wanna say
0: figure your way out.
2: Look, I, I can find my way out if I really wanted to. Look, I just wanted to see if you're gonna talk more smack about me behind my back.
0: I apologize.
2: Well, thank you very much, but at this point, the damage is done. I don't accept your apology. Um, I think you're a, an asshole.
0: No, that's fair. I am a bit of an asshole. Mark would agree with you.
2: Do I never want to talk to you again. Oh, well... So, peace out, bitches.
0: You know, it was kind of a dick move to come back just to say that.
2: I never left, really.
0: Yeah, but you gave the appearance of leaving, and then you came back, and you just kind of, like, rubbed my nose in it after I gave a very sincere apology
2: you kind of deserved it though if i'm honest
0: you know i think it's best that we just go our separate ways our adult lives don't mesh with the memories we had from high school middle school let's just uh
2: ain't that the truth
0: let's just say that you know we're different people now and i respect your journey and and wish you well
1: Uh, do you have anything to say to that matt 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 oh my god he's dying what? Wait, he's he just collapsed. Look over. The, you're not looking at him. This is another piece of rudeness. Look at the man when he's dying. Okay. He's over there squirming around. He's frothing at the Oh god, he's dead. <laughs> well, uh, I think that about wraps it up for us at the uh, RTR. I we really have to get him to a hospital. I think it may be too late now, but all right, so act 5 next time on RTR. What's what's going to be on no- God, he's bleeding on my or I don't even know How if that's is blood. He bleeding? Out of his mouth and his eyes.
0: Oh God! He really got cursed. Jesus Christ!
1: Get, I, I'm gonna need to here do the do the next section. I need to clean this stuff up.
0: All right. So next time on the RTR, we're going to be experiencing <laughs> the Freeze! Evil Dead 2, uh, which was one of our viewer choices for what Zach should watch on the RTR spooky season. Oh gosh, he's getting out the zappers. Come on. Um, so my nostalgia rating for this was a 5 out of 10. Um, a real, I'm getting a Zach predicted rating of a real 6 out of 10 and a heart rating of 7 out of 10. So let's just hang out and watch the trailer while we work on a little bit of resuscitation.
1: He's gone. Oh my God. Um, I pushed him down the stairs. Uh So that he's not, he's not bleeding on the carpet anymore. Okay. So on your way out, I'm going to ask you to please take his body with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure I can lift a dead, dead weight.
1: Well, how tall is he? How would you say?
0: A little bit taller than me. Not much.
1: Okay. I think you'll, you'll manage. Um, I can't help you.
0: So I was queuing up the trailer for Evil Dead 2. (gasps) Evil
1: Dead 2. I'm so excited. This is this. I'm really looking forward to this one.
2: Four years ago, in this quiet forest, in this cozy cabin, something happened. Something so frightening. Something so deadly. Something so evil. We prayed it would never happen again. Now. From the creator of Evil Dead, comes Evil Dead 2.
0: Um, please do remember to leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you do so, we will do our best to make sure we read it accurately and with the right intention for you on our next recording.
1: To be clear, we will read whatever you write. If It can be as insulting or complimentary as you would like. You can request us to sing a little song for you.
0: It has been done. Now, if that happens, we'll try to look up the song in advance next time so we can actually record the accurate song. I
1: think it was fun that I didn't know how it was supposed to go.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and um, you'll hear that in the future. That's in A Clockwork Orange, I believe.
0: Yes. Um, we would like to thank Julian Crowhurst for the use of our theme song.
1: I am still refusing to caca anymore.
0: That's fine. It, he's caca out. Um. And then also join us on Facebook um, on the RTR community face place.
1: That's our Facebook group. We're also on the Instagram.
0: And lately we've been more active there. Really get the word out. It really helps us um, if you share your love of the RTR with your friends and just really help get the word out for us.
1: Indubitably. Totally agree. All right. Well, I think that that about wraps it up for this episode of the Rose Tinted Reels podcast. Thank you very much for listening. I've been Zach.
0: I've been Allison. Bye-bye. Get spooky, (laughs) y'all.
1: Don't no you think Perry Luke Perry a special all-pig Latin episode of Drew Carey want to turn on E.T. to watch a gossip freak and I got to know who J. Lo is marrying this week a 30 second spot welcome back to are you hot I was planning on recording the Sopranos I forgot I like shows with or without a plot I stare till my legs are numb my eyes bloodshot because I only have got one brain to rot I'm gonna spend my life watching television a lot what did you say
0: Luke Perry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Who is that?